Hey everybody, it's John Wayne. Before we get the show started, I just want to let everyone out there know that Chris and I are raising some money for one of our furry friends out there that is in need. Uh, Lulu is a two-year-old pit bull terrier mix, and she is in dire need of dual ACL surgeries. Uh, her owners have already spent four thousand uh, dollars towards towards her uh, recovery, and we we still need another three grand so she can get these surgeries. So uh, please give what you can. We have the link. Uh, available to our GoFundMe at our website right at the top, chrisandjohnwayne.com. So uh, click on that and check it out. And now, on to the show. God, I love being a turtle! Welcome to another episode, Woo-hoo! vital social issues and stuff with Chris and John Wayne. I am John Wayne. With me, as always, of course, Christopher Triana. Hello. What's happening? What is happening? It's another week and we're back, dude. Can you believe it? We're back. Uh, it's, it's back already. Yeah. We're back already. It seems like yesterday we just recorded and we didn't. Um, we didn't. No, you're right. You're absolutely right, but it's been uh, it's been some good episodes. Uh, shouts out to everyone for the great feedback. I appreciate yes. we do appreciate and get that out up top. All the new listeners, we've watched some numbers go up, and uh, you know, you guys are uh, really booing our spirits, if you will. Yes, thank you all so much. We really appreciate you listening and following us. Uh, it's been great so far. Thank you. And thanks for stuffing the mailbag with all those roses and uh, rose yep. perfumes yep. and rose-colored glasses. And, yep. and, uh, and the dead flowers and razor blades that I get. Uh, and uh... <laughs> yeah, but, you, but you keep sending them to yourself. I and do. That's I do. Thing. And Greg, <laughs> Greg will also throw one in there for laughs. You know, he'll, yeah, he'll, yeah, he'll well, go, dear Chris, haha, I hate you. Yeah. Just joking. Go Cubs. <laughs> You know, LOL. Yeah. <laughs> Cubs rule. And then he like, like, ah, Greg. Yeah. Uh, uh, sorry. Yeah. But I was cool. talking to him before about um, just the other day because uh, the, the like the like the baseball is back. But on some of them, they're like doing these fake virtual crowds, you know, like like that. Yeah. Yeah. Like one of them was like on Fox was digitally entered. Like, you know, because there's no one in the stands because of COVID. So they put in like a fake crowd in the background. It's like really bizarre looking. But the one I really liked is, um, I don't know what game it was or whatever, but they had like cardboard cutouts of people in the lower um, chairs. <laughs> like characters, and, like Kiss and shit. Like, no, no, it's just like people. And But like, you know, I said to Greg, I was like, you know, this it might actually make like if I was there, it would make baseball more interesting because I could play guess who. Like a game, guess who? Yeah, guess who? Remember? Like we have the we have the cards, and you're like, I guess yeah. it's Mister Bathroom Man with right. Glasses. Does he have a mohawk? Does he have glasses? Yeah, you know, like all of that. Does he have horns and the sign of the devil on his forehead? You know, like the, the guess who? Gonna, you know, yeah. I'm gonna mark it like, in my head. That would that would make baseball more entertaining for me if I could play uh, guess uh, who uh, instead what? of watching. Hey, how about this? How about you just play Guess Who, and, yeah. don't, and take the whole baseball equation just right out of there? 
Yeah. Thing out of the equation, I mean. And you're it's like is, a straight path to guess This is who. good. This is good. I like we this. We should play a virtual guess who game one time. <laughs> one time. Um, on before, the show. Yeah. That would uh, be before, really interesting for people to listen to. It might be. Hey, who knows? I Go just want to say before, before we uh, go any further, I do want to give a shout out to uh, to Weed and my uh, friend friend of the show, Paige, and uh, her dad, Lorne, uh, for providing me with this Matanuska Alaskan Thunderfuck uh, strain of really weed. Is that really its name? Thunderfuck? Matanuska Jesus, Alaskan dude. Thunderfuck. And it is awesome. It's so good. Thank you. And they are uh, our official sponsor of the show now. If they would like to, the the, the strain would like to sponsor us. We're taking all applications. So uh, that's what I'll be smoking for the show. And, and I'll be drinking good old Evan Williams. You know, the drunken, redheaded stepchild of Jack Daniels. What about Old Crow, dude? Did you ever get that? Yeah, but I'm not quite that sad. Like, I... I I I I I I set the bar at Evan Williams. It's not as fancy pants as Jack Daniels, but it still gets you there. Tastes good to me. I don't need anything fancier than that. Yeah, I had a friend that used to drink Old Crow. Yeah, just like he's dead gang. now. He just said like you have. Yeah, he's dead. Now. <laughs> I don't know. I don't think so. He might be listening. <laughs> if you are, shouts out Todd. Todd would like drink uh, Old Crow like a fucking gangster, dude. Just like Old Crow Todd. Yeah, that's what we called him. Old Crow <laughs> Todd. Anyway, back to you. <laughs> well yeah i'm glad you've got some uh some mega weed and i've got some uh regular ass whiskey because you know this, this is how we make the show interesting and how we end up embarrassing ourselves and having to edit stuff out so we don't get canceled i don't edit anything out, by the way <laughs> i don't know what you're talking about <laughs> and what you said ass whiskey that's what you're drinking regular comma ass whiskey like regular ass whiskey yeah. regular ass whiskey yeah it's whiskey that comes from comes an ass. ass yeah okay like an actual I mule to... i mean it comes from an actual mule, mule. okay gotcha yes a gotcha. donkey if you will it's a pack mule or what are we talking sure okay <laughs> a, is it a burro a we're burro? off to a great start on this show by the way Just nonsense. i'm having a great time nonsense as usual it's fucking hot it's so hot jesus christ why do why do people you know, you know what I won't even ask I'll tell you why people like summer because it's been ingrained in their minds to like it because when we were kids we got the whole summer off and it was like hallelujah this is the best time of year the season itself is horrible it's awful it's the worst it sucks so bad but this is why they did that dude because they knew summer sucked the worst so they attached this break to it that you get so you associate like ah freedom with this and you'll like you'll just you're willing to take you just eat shit for three months as long as you don't have to go to school (laughs) you know and that's how that's how they get you man next thing you know you're buying three packs of apollo creed and rocky uh balboa t-shirts and you're wearing them day after day after day day. day. hey let's you know you know i watch a vicious cycle uh, like every two weeks you know i watch them I watched them. You know. I watched them too, man. He's uh, for those who aren't watching the video of this and listening. I have basically two tank tops that I've been wearing for ev- like alternating for every show because it's they're like the lightest piece of clothing that I have. I'm so close to just doing the show shirtless at this point, which would be fine. And uh, if you aren't watching this, first of all, why aren't why aren't you watching this? Go to our YouTube channel; you can watch it. Uh, but I've been very conscious to make sure I wear a different shirt every week. 
Um, well, as you've established, you're more vain than I am. I, oh, yeah. Oh, oh, okay. It's been established. That is canon. If you go back. You and said it. Vamp- I'm not I know. You said I know. I said it. I said that's canon. If you go back to the vampire episode, vampires versus werewolves, where vampires were clearly the victor, then mm-hmm. you can hear me say that um, yeah. in the thing. Yeah. Yeah. They're I, clearly the victor for like all two vampire movies you were able to name. Oh, let's not rehash <laughs> this. Yeah. Let's not get because this will be all over again. All right. All right. Well. Now that we got all of that out of the way, whatever that gibberish was, um, we wanted to introduce a new segment that we'll be doing on the show until we get too many complaints about it. Um, but I don't think we will. I'm just being funny. Um, How many is too many? Uh, to... What's our threshold? Okay. <laughs> right. I just uh, wanted... It depends. Okay. Uh, it depends on how many calls we get on the Corey hotline. Um, yeah, so... The new segment, what we're going to do with it is we're just going to, you know, we're not going to go into a a big review or anything like that. We're just going to give a quick mention to uh, a new book, uh, a new book that has come out or is coming out in in the next week or so uh, uh, that we're excited about and we want to let the fans know about. An exciting upcoming release, you could say. An exciting upcoming release or one that just came out. or you know, you know, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah like, around that. Like you that. can get it. You can get Our it. Our segment. We'll do, we'll, do what we'll do what we want. God damn it! I got a book, man. <laughs> um. So, so anyway, good. without further ado, this is called Book of the Week. Book. All right. All right, book of the week. And, and you love be... that. You love that new little ditty, don't you? I do. I love that little ditty. And for those who don't know what that's from, that is also from the uh, episode Kelly Does Hollywood from Married with Children, where we got our namesake, Vital Social Issues and Stuff. Uh, the music that you usually hear, that heavy metal music that we do before each segment, that's from Kelly's version of the show. And the cheesy accordion music is when the uh, network decided to make the show over and made it really lame uh yeah. so we, we really like both those and i laugh every time i hear the book yeah I just love that and, the, and i uh when i was getting that sound bite i the first one i grabbed is like the, the other one where they they're, they're doing it and it's like she says milk at the yeah. end <laughs> like why the fuck would they say milk <laughs> just that like it just kills me every time yeah, it's great, great episode kelly does hollywood part one and two season six yep, yep. um so yeah, book of the week. Um, yeah, take it away, book of the week. All right. So the one that I wanted to give shout outs, uh, shouts out to, um, it's available. Well, it's it's on pre order right now in our time, but uh, for the listeners' time, it's out now. Uh, it came out August fourth. Uh, it's a new title from. Uh, it's a collaboration between Wesley Southerd and Summer Summer Cannon, uh, oh. and. And what's the, uh, excuse me, it's called Slaves to Gravity. It's being released by uh, Silver Shamrock. And this is really cool because it's two authors that taste great and go good together. Um, here's a quick description for you. After waking up in a hospital, paralyzed from the waist down, Charlie Snyder had no idea where life would take her. Dejected, broken, and permanently bound to a wheelchair, she believed her life was truly over. That is, until gravity no longer applied. Started out slow, floating from room to room, menial tasks without assistance. When she decided to venture outside and take some real risks with her newfound ability, she rose above her own constraints to reveal a whole new world and found other damaged individuals just like her to confide in. 
But there are other dark things out there, waiting in the darkness. Repulsive, secretive creatures that don't want Charlie to touch the sky. And they'll stop at nothing to keep her on the ground. That, again, is Slaves to Gravity, available now. It's written by Wesley Southern and Summer Cannon. Uh, I hope I'm saying her name right. Um, and, uh, yeah, it's from Silver Shamrock Publishing, which puts out a lot of good stuff. Uh, so for those that are into, uh, you know, dark horror fiction, I strongly suggest you check that one out. Yeah, uh, Wes Southern is a friend of the show, of course. And uh, this isn't like some kind of nepotism thing. He's a, um, he's a very talented author. He's put Absolutely. out uh, a lot of great books. And um, I know this, he's, been, he's been really uh, hyped about this collaboration. I don't know Summer personally, but I'm sure she is awesome. Or they're awesome. And, uh, yeah. But yeah, I, I am looking forward to this book. Also, I want to give big shouts out uh, to Katie Southern, his wife, um, <laughs> and her podcast, Make Me Read Your Book. I... Yes, also a great podcast. Mm -hmm. um, I know uh, John Wayne was recently a guest on it. I was a guest on it um, uh, many, many months ago. Back in the good old days when people would go to conventions and we were in Massachusetts together uh, in October of uh, last year. Um, so, yeah, no, it's a great show. She has really great authors on there, big name authors, uh, bigger than uh, both of us. Put um, together. Put together. Yeah. So, like, she, she's got some really good guests on there. If you, if you love horror fiction, you really need to check it out. Make me read your book, Katie Southard. Southern, sorry. Yeah, yeah. I always want to she, say Southard, and and Wes got really mad at me. And she's Southard. really she's she's a great host because she's just fun to talk to on there. She does a good. She job. is. She's funny, and she's got a and she's got like a just a warm personality. She's great. Yes, yeah. So shouts out to them, and uh, yeah, Silver Shamrock. They're putting some great stuff out as well. So uh, shouts out to them. I think this is going to be a a good. One. What day did you say it comes out? It's go, but it's going to be out by the time people hear. This by the time episode. this, yeah, it'll be it'll okay. it comes out on the fourth. This will air on the sixth, so it's available now, folks. Check oh, yeah. it out. Boom. Oh, and might way. might I add, uh, if you need further convincing of why you should check out Wes's work, uh, he's up for not one but two Splatterpunk awards uh, this year. That's so right. that says a lot. Yeah, um, dude, I'm on one of those panels. I just I just realized that today. <laughs> for for like right. killer con right, um right. i was like oh and only because like lisa cantora uh shouts out lisa uh tagged me and i was like oh shit i'm on a panel so yeah you'll see me on a panel kids yeah guess which and one i'll be there too guess which one i'm on uh something to do with drugs right yeah substance yeah. abuse and addiction yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> I I I I wasn't just guessing that I like I saw the the, the yeah. itinerary. I was like, I think I remember it was something to do with drugs. Uh, yeah, guess which one I'm on. Uh, mental health or crazy? No, that's a good guess. No. <laughs> <laughs> extreme. I'm on like the super extreme uh, one. Of course, you're on the Mountain Dew stage. The extreme Mountain Dew stage. Oh yeah, yeah. Code Red, motherfucker. <laughs> Damn, dude. Damn. Code Red. Have you ever? Uh, I'll, I'll take the crab juice, thanks. <laughs> or Fresca, as Greg Fresca. insists. <laughs> Inside joke, folks. Inside joke. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, have you ever? Have you released a a compilation? Um, I was gonna say album, uh, novel before. Have you? I mean, done collaboration. Other? Yeah, 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 yeah. Collaboration. Yeah. Not compilation. Uh, no, not novel. No. Um, I did do a novelette uh, with Chad Straub. Uh, it was called Asperitis, and it's in Shiro Mad 4. That was the one thing that I've had published that was a collaboration. But 
presently, now that I'm wrapping up uh, the rough draft of my horror western, uh, I'm getting back to a collaboration I'm working on with Ryan Harding. Uh, we've been working on a project together, uh, and I took, I, you know, we took some time off from it because we had to do other stuff. But now that I'm done with the, well, almost done with the rough draft of the horror western, I'm getting back to that. Wow, that's exclusive. You heard it here first, everyone. That's right, folks. Brianna right. Harding comp uh, com uh, collaboration. collaboration. There we go. There you go. <clears throat> I have not done one of those. Uh, I I did try with um, myself and uh, another good good friend of mine, uh, great writer Kelby Losack, also from mm. Texas. Shout out Kelby. And we we were writing uh, back and forth, but 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 the problem I was I was having was we would get like ahead of each other or apart from each other. And then, right. and then uh, I lost, like I had a, a, a bunch of like, we met, we met actually, I went, I went down to his house and we like mapped out the rest of it. <clears throat> and I had it on my, uh, I usually take notes with uh, on like a notepad, dude, always. Right. I have, right. I have this book. Uh, I'll sh show it to the camera. This is my notebook. It's like yeah. a leather bound Satan book. That I, I got uh... from, I'll show sure. mine to the camera. Show it. Yeah. Okay. I see. <laughs> I don't know why you're pointing at me while you were. Okay. It's I just see. your name over and oh. over. Oh. Uh, for those who can't see the, the, the notebooks, the title on the front says things that annoy me. Uh, but no, it's not. It's just, it's just a notebook like with little notes of like ideas and, and things yeah. for books and notes to myself for mostly for writing stuff. Yeah. Yeah. But I got I a like series of them. Stuff. Yeah. I, I like that? to take notes on paper. Like I have legal yeah. pads, but I, everything has yeah, its own yeah. pad. But the thing is, I go down there, we map this shit out, and I do it all. I, I just opened up a Word document and did it. I saved it on this uh, SD card because I have like an SD slot on my laptop. Yeah, right. And uh, like I uh, think I like uh, I went to Scares at Care and took my laptop out when I got to the fucking hotel room, and my uh, SD card was snapped. Ooh, so okay. I couldn't. It was totally fucked. And I didn't have it saved anywhere else. So I was like, did you remember any of that? And he's like, no, I don't think so. And we were like, yeah. oh, and I was like, you know what, man, let's just put this away lost, lost uh, to the for now, you know. Uh, yeah. So I don't know. I, 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 I think about dipping my toe into it sometimes, but I don't know if, uh, if I'm too much of a loner, Dottie. A rebel, rebel when, I, yeah. when I'm right, you know, I don't know. I, I, I am for the most part. It can be fun to collaborate with someone when you're on the same wang, uh, wavelength, uh, but Sometimes Did you almost say wang length right there. I almost said something. I don't know. Wang length. It's probably because I'm playing with myself right now. Um, but uh, that's available on the OnlyFans Patreon stream. That's right. <laughs> that, that, it's the under desk camera that we the, have installed. The old, the old Al Bundy hand in the pants. Um, but uh, yeah, so so like like for example, when uh, when Chad Straup and I did uh, our collaboration. Uh, we were we were very much on the same wavelength when it came to like we wanted it to have one voice. Sometimes people collaborate and they're like, "I'll write this character, you write that character." It'll be like two different points of view, and it's just very obvious that it was written by two people, and it it, it doesn't really come off very well. But if you like, what what we did is I would write, a, you know, a thousand words or whatever. I actually tended to write more than him, a little faster than him because I'm obsessive, uh, and I would write my segment and send it to him and he would edit it and make comments and track changes. And, and then I would do the same when he sent me his and back and forth. So it had a really good, like one voice to it. Um, so I think it's good when you do it that way, but that is an issue where one person inevitably always ends up writing 
way more than the other person, you know, like, unless you like limit it, unless you're like, okay, a thousand worlds, thousand words, and then you send it back to me. Uh, it's just the way it, it's, it seems to go. Like, but yeah. with, with, uh, Ryan and I, it's been pretty even because we want, but we're both like shooting back and forth the ideas and basically shaping out the plot and just deciding who writes what part, you know? Yeah. Well, so I, yeah i was just that wasn't even that i was just sitting here thinking like man what a fucking clever segue because i didn't even uh, know you were doing you were doing a collaborate a collaboration mm-hmm. i just genuinely was like have, ha, i was trying to go through your books in my head and i was like has he done one i don't know because i do keep a detailed catalog of everything you've uh done everything in i've my, ever in done my not head. just my yeah. books just no any, no every everything, everything you've done i've dude. ever done yes and i've got like you should see my file on the time you and greg spend together it's quite quite mm-hmm. in uh quite vast yeah yeah i prefer to keep that clandestine so yeah we're putting that in the only fans so <laughs> <laughs> yeah all right so um so we were talking uh after we recorded uh the the previous episode where we talked about books and vivarium uh we were like well what are we going to do next and you know sometimes we'll take something that's topical like when the whole michael keaton rumor came out and everything about him being batman again and so we'll, we'll talk about that uh, but then other times we're like, uh, let's just you know pick some random thing that we we think would be fun to discuss, something that we think can be funny. And uh, so I was I was saying to you, I was like, what? So what should we do next? And you said, what should we talk about next? And you just said ninjas, uh, kind of just being funny. But then but then you wrote ninjas and the turtles they become, and I was like, oh shit, now we got to do this. Yeah, you know? and 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 here we are, we're doing it. We're doing it. So, without further ado, our next topic is... One, two, three, four! Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Heroes in a half shell. Turtle power. That was weird, dude. I'm going to DJ screw that more. It's going to be so awesome. So, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. We're talking turtles. We're talking specifically... The 1991 release, the movie. Ninja Turtles, the movie. Yeah, yeah the um, movie. We're not going to get into the whole history of, uh, you know, the whole thing of like, you know, two friends came up with this wacky idea. It became, uh, you know, a comic that's, book and a card. Sounds like you're doing it. So <laughs> I'm, I'm going through it real fast. We'll get a cartoon and, and a hit toy series. Uh, and so they just, they, you know, these guys were trying to make this movie and I did read up a little bit on the movie uh, and how uh, like they were shopping this thing around for a while, even though the the show was a hit, the toys were a hit. Um, the people that were trying to get it made were having no luck. They were turned down by studio after studio after studio on this thing, because at the time, and this will be, this will sound crazy considering how movies are now, but at the time, comic book movies were considered box office poison. Yeah. Because, I'm sorry, go ahead. No, I, I'm sorry, I interrupted you. Finish your sentence. Yes, you, you know, you did. You did. Right. You know, what I, what I try, I'm trying to teach you about being a gentleman here. That's why I I'm talking about blowjobs and bloody vampire op- diarrhea. I'm going to open the door for you, all right? Just, all right. Your gentleman. All right. Thank you. Thank mm. you, Doc. Uh, so, yeah. So, at the time, and this is uh, 1988 when they're trying to start it to try to get it made. Um, there were two big stink bombs that were comic book movies. One was Superman Four: The Quest for Peace, which is was so bad it killed the series. Uh, and the other one was Howard the Duck, which was 
one of those movies where you watch it like why did anyone think this was a good idea you know i like that movie um (laughs) i like it too for it's for how bad it is uh but no really like yeah me too yeah well no even if you like it like you you and i like some weird bizarre stuff why would like you can admit that that's not a that's not wasn't destined to be a mainstream hit it like very clearly was too weird and and bizarre like and the main character is so unlikable it's like why did they think that would be a success in any way well here's the thing as a kid when that came out i didn't have this foresight or like i didn't think of any of these things when i watched it i was just like whoa and these like you know these are one of the touchstones i can go back to and say this is when your brain started to break like little cracks because it was such a bizarre movie it's really weird and when i say like my we my family had hbo and uh you know like back in the day when a a movie would come on hbo it'd be on like every three hours or some shit but howard the duck came on hbo no shit dude i'd be watching it in the afternoon and then come back to watch it again at night like i was stupid like that that's how weird I would get into those kind yeah, of movies. That so does I just, explain a lot about you. It does, but I watched that movie that many times. But I wanted to also say, like, another thing about this movie is com- comic book movie, yes, but a big thing about this movie was it was a live action version of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, which has never yes. been seen until that day. Right. As right. a child who grew up and loved the Ninja Turtles, collected the toys, watched the cartoon religiously, you you thought in your head like as a kid, what would this look like? You, yeah. your, your, char- your favorite cartoon characters, what would that look like live? Now, Disney's live action to everything to death. I mean, you don't have, there's no imagination. Right. But right. back then, when like I saw that yeah. poster for the first time in the movie theater, where it just shows like the New York skyline or like the they're and in they're, an alley, yeah, like and just the, out of the manhole, yeah, yeah, the manholes up, and you just see their eyes and the masks, yeah. and that's like yeah. I my I popped a little boner like you would not <laughs> believe it was Your first I was, direction, yeah, yeah, that was it, man. That was yeah. Ninja Turtle yeah. related, but that was also a big deal about this movie. I, I mean, I want to say like at the time that was new. Nobody did that. Yeah, yeah, no, no, they didn't. Um, and it's uh, it was uh, it was definitely very anticipated by kids our age. I mean, it was like uh, like going to be like the movie. Uh, and one of the things that helped it uh, is Batman came out the summer before and was you know a huge success, and so studios were a little more excited. Uh, and another thing that that um really added some oomph to it excuse me really added oomph to it was uh jim henson productions were doing the costumes and the special effects um and so when we finally did get a trailer and everything we got to see the turtles and how good they really looked Uh, amazing dude the articulation in the face they have teeth tongues like that at, at that point like you're not only seeing your favorite character's in a real life situation, this is not even like computer animation or anything nope, shitty. Nope. They just look so good. We, I watched yeah. this. We both watched this movie last night, right? And I was fresh. sitting there watching it and just was like, "Man, they really look fucking they look cool, great. dude. They look great even now. It's thirty years later, and they mm-hmm. look really cool. They look they're, they're really good. Now, some of the characters like uh, like like Splinter and stuff, it's more puppet based. Yeah. Uh, but um, the turtles themselves, uh, they're guy, they're stuntmen. In in these suits that I and I read that they, these things were super difficult. They were like weighed like seventy pounds. These oh, suits, dude, yeah, they were bad. brutal. Um, but they had these these stuntmen uh, in these suits, and uh, but at the same time, 
like it was so well timed the way like the, the you know the the like the one of the characters like Donatello for example would be gesticulating with his arms and gesturing and then like the puppetry was in the eyes and the mouths controlled by someone else with the remote control off screen yeah. and it all just syncs up really well and their mouths even look like the lips are even forming the right way that you would see a person's mouth form to pronounce those particular words. Um, exactly. So the detail was incredible. And speaking of detail, they also were all different body types. They were different heights. They were di mm -hmm. different proportions. They all looked different. So it wasn't some yeah. cop out like <clears throat> four cheap fucking turtle suits like they just right. cookie cuttered it. But also they react to they're like real actors reacting to what's yeah. being said, too. It's not like a dead right. face when they're not talking. You know, yeah. the, so you really are able to lose yourself kind of in the this. This is real. You know, you, you can right. you, you take the ride. Yeah. And uh, they just really did an awesome job with that. But we also did, but I mean, did. we talked about our practical effects love. Uh, yeah. And this is a episode. great example of it, because, you know, if you tried to watch some I mean, I never got into watching the other Ninja Turtle movies. But, you know, there was uh, like a one that was all CGI that came out like 10 years ago. And I'm sure it looks like shit if you try to watch it. I did try to watch it. Uh, there's two of them, actually. It's a Michael Bay production. Right. I, try, I tried to watch one, the first one, like a month or so ago, like late night. Like, I'm, you know yeah. what? I'm going to take this turtle ride. I'm going to see if it holds up. Dude, I couldn't even get like 15 minutes in. Yeah. It's yeah. just I didn't buy it. And like the turtles are just, it's like they're huge, monstrous beings now. It's like crazy. They're like 11 feet tall. I don't know. It's oh, fucking God. stupid. Yeah. I didn't like it. <clears throat> but I mean, effects wise, does it look super dated? It looks like it's animated i mean it, you can t you know it's like it, it it looks really great but there's something like i was thinking about this earlier i'm glad you brought that up uh another thing that was great about the turtle movie that we got was there was no uncanny valley that they had to deal with mm. that was fucking real like it, yeah. you know the un uncanny valley if, if you don't know people it's like uh if you don't know people it's in any computer animated or something you know where your brain knows that it's not real no matter how great right. it looks and they're right. always trying to get closer to bridging that gap with technology and shit and i'm sure mm -hmm. they will uh but for now it's still there you know and, yeah, it, no, and maybe like cgi you just immediately get pulled out of it you're like yeah you know and i i wondered this also if like maybe our age our generation since since we it was such an abrupt we lived through like an abrupt change of practical effects to cgi effects if we're yeah. always going to be able to no, it's CGI regardless. And like other kid, kids that have only seen CGI effects will just be yeah. like, eh, you know, it looks real. Right. Yeah, that's oh. a good point. Yeah, I wonder that too. Um, yeah, so the, the 1991, um, the, one of the other things I appreciate about it um, is that they really stuck to the look and the feel of the show. Shredder looked the way he looked in the in the cartoon in the comics. So did Splinter. They didn't create even Casey Jones. Like his mask is exactly the same as the action figure. You know, yeah. like they didn't like like they didn't do what like other movies do. Like the first X Men movie, where like we'll just put them all in black suits instead of making them look the way they did in the comics. You know, they didn't do that cop out shit. They look the way they're supposed to. Yeah, and that's exactly another thing. As a kid, to 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 see that. Like, again, it goes to the scene, the live action thing to see that they kept it like, it, yes, Shredder does look exactly like fucking Shredder. He's w yeah. really walking around in that fucking outfit every time they show him. Right. You know, yep. 
the turtles do look like themselves. April O'Neil has the big yellow coat. Yeah, she the, does. I mean, yeah. every yeah. detail about, and like you said, Casey Jones' mask, they stick mm-hmm. to the storylines. There's no fucking weird deviation where they're like, oh, and Michelangelo is really from Mars. You know, right, they, right. It, they don't change anything they and do as at a, all. Yeah. As a kid, that was so important. Absolutely. Because like you said, with the X-Men movies, the stuff that came out later, they did not honor yeah, any of that they stuff totally it's just off, like did their own thing doing yeah. our own thing yeah and that's and that's just what you got and that's disappointing mm-hmm. i think yeah no it is it is if you're expecting a certain thing uh and we're going to talk about another movie later that did the exact opposite of of this good thing that the turtles did and stuck to the to their guns and what it was um yeah it, it, it meant a lot when you're yeah. a kid and you love a certain thing to see it changed you know like when you're finally like there's finally a movie to go in and get some some other thing handed to you you don't want that even even if it's good you don't want that you came expecting a certain thing you know yeah uh so yeah i do appreciate that about the movie now i I, like you mentioned we both watched it last night and revisited it because we decided to do a show on it uh for whatever reason um and uh, yes uh and i had not seen this movie since i was maybe 13 years old uh, so it's been, you know, a good 30 years uh, since I've seen it. Yeah. But I did really like it when it came out. I was really excited. I loved the Turtles like any boy at that time, I think, you know. Um, but watching it again, uh, I will say, like, I appreciate all those things that we just mentioned. I appreciate it a lot. And the effects look great. Uh, but I'm watching it. And I'm like, oh, my God. Like, <laughs> like when it first started off, I was really worried uh, because there's that opening scene where they're just like, in the sewer together and they're like walking wrong and they're just saying dumb one word things. Yeah. Bogus and, and like, oh, not bogus. They were like gnarly yeah. and, and tubular and fo- like uh, awesome. Yeah. Like they're just like shouting those words. And I'm like, this is painfully stupid, you know? Um, and then there's like some of this stuff where it's just like, then when they start dancing to tequila or whatever, and they're like ordering a pizza, I'm like, if this 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 is the whole movie, I'm gonna have a real problem. I'm gonna have a hard time. Dude, that was excellent characterization, though. Like, you, I bought it. I was like, of course, this is how they are. Michelangelo, look at him. He's so playful. What a devil. He's calling, putting on music. Donatello's yeah. dancing around. You know, he was kind of a dick, though, dude. Like to the pizza man. He was. I was getting kind of mad at him. He was like, he was like, listen, he's ordering the food, and he's like, listen, fucker, there better not be any anchovies yeah. on there. I'm gonna beat your ass, you know. And then the guy shows up, and he's like, uh, you were two seconds late, so I'm not paying you the full amount. And he doesn't even give the guy a tip, you know. So and, it's like, and, and the button joke that they put on that is the guy going, "I gotta get another route." And then yeah. he walks yeah. off. Yeah. <laughs> I did think that too. I was like, come on, dude, don't you're you're trying to like save the city and be like these shining heroes and then you're just stiffing the pizza guy but you know what how much money do they make really maybe they have to budget strict strictly yeah they are they do live in a sewer yeah they probably don't have the best where do they even uh, get money (laughs) where where would they get money from just what's dropped in the sewer or are they robbing people i think they rob the robbers maybe okay it's a robin hood type of thing then i guess yeah rob but then they're still kind of robbing the people the robbers robbed how many times can we say rob robbie c shouts out um yeah go ahead i'm sorry where were we uh, i i was just i didn't appreciate uh my oh, the pizza guy thing. being a karen uh on the phone with the pizza guy and in person he was total karen didn't appreciate it it was but that's good characterization you know that's what you expect from a michelangelo character i well, also you... like that they show donatello uh skateboarding at one point in the, yeah. the sewer like actually on a real skateboard yeah 
Yeah, the, a guy wearing a 70-pound suit skateboarding yes. sewer. Yeah. Voiced by Corey Feldman. Yes, that's oh. the other thing we need to bring up is that Corey Feldman, who I believe has been mentioned on every single show we've done at this point, between Lost Boys and the Corys and uh, and and uh, Roy's Roy's Boys. Uh, Roy's Boys. Uh, and I got to say one thing, Feldman. Give us a call, baby. Just come. Come on the show. Let's you know? hang out. We're we'll cool. Let, we'll let your band perform. Yeah, the angels bring them. Yeah, bring them. Definitely bring them. Because um, they're basically just young women in lingerie. <laughs> so <laughs> anyway, and good Corey on him. Fel- yeah, good on him. You know. Uh, but yeah, Corey Feldman does the voice of Donatello. Uh, and the interesting thing about that to me is I was kind of trying to place the other people and everything, and the the other turtles like they're no one. Like like I don't. Yeah, they're, they're just famous. these random people, and I've never heard of them, and never don't remember from anything else. Corey Feldman was the only name they got, which begs the question, John Wayne, why was not Corey Haim one of the turtles? I think that would have improved the film. Well, uh, that might have been when Corey Haim was uh, having a lot of drug issues, possibly. Well, it was 1990. I mean, yeah. maybe, I mean, I know he got he had drug problems early. Um, maybe it was a contract thing that maybe would. Yeah, yeah, I mean, there's a lot of reasons it could yeah. have been. We have no idea. We have no reason to know why. But uh, he might have been filming something else or whatever. But I just say I think it would have been better if the two Corys were two of the turtles, or perhaps better still if they did the voices of all the turtles. Like one of them did two turtles, and the other one did two turtles, and just did different voices. Yeah. Well, first of all, I'm going to say you said it. You know, it would make it better was having both Corys in it. And I think you could say uh, having both Corys in anything is going to make it right. better. Like, Absolutely. so like Schindler's so that, list would have been way a, better with the two Corys. That's a given. OK, <laughs> um, I like the I, idea I, I retract my statement. of uh, of the four, you know, the four Corys, like kind of them doing like all. Of, but no, because it really was cool that they had different personalities and maybe they might have. Uh, no, they the, did. It, yeah. It, I mean, the Corys weren't known for uh, their range when it came to vocal um, acting, is, but for vocal acting. <laughs> oh, like, okay, okay. We don't know if Corey Feldman can do any other voices. You know, he like very clearly sounds like Corey Feldman. Yeah, he really just did himself. He wasn't yeah, doing yeah, no. And um, and that's fine. It totally worked. But uh, I did notice that, like, for the most part, the movie is people I haven't seen in anything else except for like the, the Casey Jones guy. He's a character actor, kind of a familiar face. But then, did you notice Sam Rockwell in the movie? As who? He was uh, credited as a uh, head thug. He's really young in it. He's maybe like 20 years old. And like, like not not the foot soldiers, but like the kids who want to be foot soldiers. He was like the main one. He was one of the few ones with lines. Uh, oh, okay. But it's Sam Rockwell, like before he was anybody. I, I, you know, it was it was really funny. Is it like when he's walking through with some new recruits and he's like, hey, this is where we skateboard. And, and, yeah, you want right. some cigarettes? Yep. Regular yeah. menthol. Yeah, that was yeah. Uh, that's now, now I know. Well. Yeah. yeah, that's yeah. awesome. Yeah, um, it, it was. A, this was an independent movie, was it not? An in, indie film, really, right? Well, yes and no. I mean, they had Jim Henson Productions, so it was, uh, you know, they, they, they it wasn't like it was a um, a, a dollar effort, but it was an independent film. Uh, in the sense that, you know, it wasn't a major studio release. Uh, and it actually ended up breaking records. It went on to be the biggest, the highest grossing independent film of the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think I think Halloween is the movie it dethroned. Um, but um, 
but uh, uh, it yeah it did it was made for like a small amount like a 13 million and it did i don't know like over 100 million uh and it became a, a big sensation mm-hmm. uh spawned sequels and everything else so um but you know like i was surprised um and i guess they're in the sequel i don't remember but uh bebop and rocksteady were not in this film they're not in they're not in the other one they're they're in the sequel of the michael bay one yeah yeah i'm sorry like- i was kind of surprised that at that yeah, I, I I guess, but maybe like Bebop and Rocksteady would also be heavy puppetry and prosthetics. Maybe they just didn't have the budget for maybe, that. I, I, I yeah, maybe like they only had so many creatures they could make. I don't know, <clears throat> but I but I still was kind of surprised that they were left out because they were they're such an in- integral part of the Turtles story. They they of course are Shredder's two main henchmen. Mm-hmm. Um, dude, the one part that really had me laughing, uh, was like splinter learning from his master oh god and he's yeah. like he's just a rat he's just like not he's not even like the size of a person yet he's in a cage and yeah, doing and he's kicks. like in a cage just doing like karate kicks and stuff i was just laughing i was like i mean i guess it was even supposed to be funny but i was like this is so stupid you know not that this movie has some great brilliant story anyway i mean it's it's stupid it's a stupid movie but it's it's very entertaining for kids and fun and yeah. as a moral lesson of uh you know stand by your friends and eat pizza I think uh, also that that Splinter thing when he he tells that story to April like in the sewage he's like, long ago my mm-hmm. master taught me and he tells it and it's like all this flashback and shit and then you're yeah. watching the movie and then when Splinter has cap been captured and he's like chained to the wall and the, like the one kid is having like his moral quandary of like right, he's right. Do bad and Splinter's trying to and Splinter's like, long ago. I learned from my master. He like basically launches into the same story. Yeah, the same fucking And I life. was like, oh my God, wouldn't <laughs> this be hilarious if he's so senile every time that people are sitting around? If there's a pause in the conversation, he just says, long, long ago. ago. Like, all right, explain it. And, we and the audience is forced to watch the whole yeah. flashback scene all over again. <laughs> Raphael's like losing his shit and just that like, kid that kid is funny too. Like fucking yelling. <laughs> That kid was funny too, like the the troubled punk kid. Like you know he's a punk immediately because he's wearing a Sid Vicious shirt. And then throughout the movie, he has various different Sid Vicious they're shirts. They're all. I was gonna say they're all. Sid they're Vicious. all Sid Vicious. <laughs> That's how you know he's a punk. Um, oh god. Anyway, I, I wanted to go on to the uh, the two human characters, April O'Neil and Casey Jones, because I found I found them kind of funny too. Because, you know, like, they, at first, like, you know, it's like that total, like, uh, like, stupid love story that you see in movies where, like, you know, it's, it's like, um, the princess and the bad boy in, love in Breakfast Club. I have to throw a love right? interest in there for the, you know. But so... it's, but it, it's not just love interest, it's that, it's like that princess and the bad boy, like, in the Breakfast Club, where he, like, he treats her like shit, and she's like, you're a jerk, and then it's, I love you, you know, like. It's such a frustrating trope. Uh, you don't see as much anymore, but you did back then. Yeah. Uh, there's one scene in particular I want to talk about where they're in that house and they're like, like in a safe house. Is it and where she pushes her down in the chair? Yeah, yeah, you know it, dude. He's like, she has like this kink in her neck or whatever, and uh, and he yeah. like goes to like rub her, her shoulders and she kind of just shrugs him off, and he grabs her, forces her into the chair, 
and starts rubbing her shoulders, and he's getting really and close. And his hands are getting close to the pit, dude. Yeah. He's, like, I, really I, close. <laughs> I was watching that and just going, like, oh, that's problematic today. Right. right. That <laughs> like, was probably problematic back then, but, you know, we did, I was in fifth grade or some shit. I didn't know, right, you, know. you know. Yeah, but he's getting uh, really close to those to those uh, boobs. And, and I was just watching. I was like, what the fuck is this? You know, like, this shit would never fly today. Like the right. way he just like he's like no sit down I'm rubbing you damn it <laughs> and then of course at the end of the movie she's like are you gonna kiss me or what you know like it's just that frustrating thing like uh, it's like yeah we know like women like jerks you know like that's that's kind of like the message that you get from it and that's not and that's not exactly wrong like a lot of women are attracted to jerks okay well that I mean that may be but that's uh, that's for a different podcast yeah. Uh, Probably, but Women I think like jerks episode I, seven. Yeah. Set next episode. Yeah, I think uh, let, I really think we need to also now that you've got the love interest brought up, uh, should bring up that um, there's a porn parody of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles by Wood Rocket Productions. I did this oh, for oh. research, people. Thank uh, you. I watched it last year when it came out for research for this year, and um, research in quotes. In it, in it, uh, the porn star April O'Neil, who the, who is goes by April O'Neil, plays April O'Neil. No shit. And, and no shit, dude. So first of all, right there, you're like, you got me. She's, <laughs> she's in the sewer. Oh. They set it up. She's in like this sewer scene, and they have you know, like I, I gotta not to interrupt, but I always like a porno to be set in a sewer. Well, so many, <laughs> so many of the classics are. Um, <laughs> But like they have like the rubber suits, like the rubber turtle suits, oh legit. But they're, you know, you could tell they're like, you know, the fucking knockoff one or whatever. But they're still rubber suits of turtle, uh-huh. and uh-huh. they're down there. And I'm thinking like, oh shit, are they? Are, are she gonna fuck these turtles? She's gonna and, run, uh, they're gonna run a train on April. Yeah. And and uh, Shredder comes down, and Shredder's a woman, and they start fighting Shredder. And and while they're fighting, Casey Jones comes in, mm-hmm. and. He's like, oh, it looks like they've got it under control. And so then, you know, he uh, he and uh, April O'Neil make love to each other. Well, uh, it starts with him forcing her into a chair and rubbing yeah. her shoulders. Right? <laughs> but, but at the end, at the end, after they have completed their coitus, uh, the, the turtle intercourse, Pennsylvania, all four turtles come over uh, with these long, like big, huge foot long green dicks. <laughs> Oh god! on there and they and she gets down and you know, she's on her knees and she's just like smiling and jerking them all off as oh, they come Jesus like Christ. the the use on her and uh Jesus. and you watched and, and, this yeah and the toy line you should see that they spawned off of this is... <laughs> i'm sure yeah no i did oh. but uh it's oh funny god. that they actually had the suits and shit and it was like um that is funny, uh, funny. you know i i um as you know i'm a huge batman fan and there is a a parody, a porn parody of Batman. There's many, I'm sure. But there's one that I saw, and it was specifically a parody of Batman Returns, my favorite Batman movie. And it was called Splatman. And uh, <laughs> and basically, they had a guy in a Batman costume, like the same one like you would get from like a Halloween store, the Michael Keaton Batman outfit. Uh, but they took off the bat symbol and replaced it with just like a wad yes. of thumb. It was a just lot like a of cum, because <laughs> right? he was splat man. And that was his calling card. He would just like splat, you know. Oh my god! But it was so funny, like like kind of like the Shredder thing. Like Alfred was a chick, and so Alfred got banged by Batman, and uh, 
But they're like, they're like, there's a scene he's having sex with Catwoman, and she's like, like clawing at the bed. But uh, my favorite, well, there was two two things I remember from it because I just died laughing. Like I don't know how anyone could like even get aroused by this thing. It's just so funny. Um, like you know, this woman's getting attacked in the alley. Splatman shows up, beats the guys, not beats them off, but just beats them, and uh, <laughs> like gets them out of there. Yeah. And she's like, "Oh, Splatman, how can I ever repay you?" And he looks at the camera and just goes. Hmm. And of course, you know what's Smash happening cut. in yeah. the slit, you know, split, you know, go to the next scene. And yeah, she's like on her knees. Uh, but that one was re- that part was really funny. But the best is they had a guy as the penguin and he was like legitimately fat and pale and really gross. Was he Ron Jeremy? <laughs> uh, kind of like Ron Jeremy. If he was super pale, that's kind of what he looked like. Wow. And. There's a scene and he's he's got this girl bent over a couch and he's going at her and he's going rant, 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 rant. He's like doing that like penguin noise. While they're fucking. Like, yeah, he's like rant, 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 while they're fucking. Jesus Christ, dude. It's just like tears running down my face, just just like screaming laughing. So funny. So funny. So that said, what's which one's your favorite turtle? Uh, you know, from <laughs> from from the get, you know, I'm gonna say this: from the time I was a ch- uh, a kid, for, yeah. cut my teeth on the turtles. Um, I'm 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 a Michelangelo boy all the way. Michelangelo is that. a party dude, party. Dude. Somehow I figured that. You he know, was, the, was he was the party boy. He was. Yeah, I liked his uh, you know, kind of lackadaisical approach to uh everything. And yep. uh, but he would still get the job done. Be like, whoa, bro! And then you know, he 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 really had a really passionate love affair with pizza, which you could. Yeah, yeah. He was the real Cowabunga uh, member of the group for he sure. Was. Put yeah. the Cowabunga in, and yeah. and I had the toys like uh, one of the toys back in the day was this like uh, a like a over done like huge skateboard basically that the whole figure would fit on, mm. and when you kick back on it triggered like a, a foot that would shoot up and you could kick over the foot clan with it. Mm, like, yeah. I yeah. My, Michael I had my Michelangelo riding it all the time. Nice. Yeah. Um was... would you like to know mine? Uh not really. Eh, not really. Okay. Well we'll, we'll go on then. <laughs> who, who, uh, was, who was who was your favorite really turtle liked. dude? <laughs> Let me know. We gotta know. I was always guess? I I always liked uh Leonardo. Figured. It does, you know, because like he was, he was serious about shit. Like, you know, he knew how to have fun, but when times called for seriousness, he kind of filled in for Splinter. He kind of leaded the group, kept them focused, kind of like me trying to keep you focused on this podcast. He was the leader. It says yeah. it in the, the, in the song. Leonardo leads, Donatello does machines. Yeah. That's a fact, yeah. Jack. Leonardo also had like the most deadly weapons. He had swords. Yeah, I guess. You so. know, like. Like, Donatello had a bow, Michelangelo had nunchucks, and Raphael had a sigh, which is really just, like, a weapon that makes, that gets the other weapon, like, that gets your opponent's weapon out of their hand, yeah. you know? Um, so and they, they, and they, they ate the slices off of them. And he sees the slices, yeah, yeah, that's, of course, that's what it was used for most, but uh, yeah. when it came time for someone to be beheaded, Leonardo was called in, and, like, you know, he, he like, killed bad guys, you know? Uh, so... Me being someone who likes to kill people, um, I really enjoyed. I, he was my favorite character. Yeah, no, he was the one that had to pull them all together and, and like really make them buckle down. Yeah. Uh, actually, focus on stuff. And and I guess I see your point, but you know, 
Michelangelo always comes through in clutch, baby. He and, always you and, can lie you know, on. Michelangelo was the most popular. He was Set. the most popular. Yeah. Was he? He was. He was definitely the most popular character because he was the one with the nunchucks. Well, for one thing, and all kids love nunchucks. And he was the one who like spouted out all the like tubular, gnarly. Like he said it more than any of the other ones. He was the one that had the real Bill and Ted, uh, you know, lexicon. Uh, yeah. So. Well, I mean, Donatello was clearly the least popular one because his toy would always be left. Why do you think that is? Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, the staff isn't as interesting, you know, for one thing, like, you know, the bow that he had uh, for a weapon. But he's kind he of a also, nerd too, right? He was kind of. Well, here's the thing, like, Leonardo and Michelangelo really stood out. At least, I mean, they did a better job in the movie. But in the show, Raphael and Donatello were kind of, like, interchangeable. They were kind of just personality-wise. They just didn't have much. Excuse me. In the in the film, they did a much better job, like with Raphael having all this angst and everything. Uh, but at the same time that they did that, Donatello was really still kind of a throwaway, even though he was Corey Feldman. You know, like, why yeah. do you think you Feldman the least interesting turtle? I am outraged. And Feldman, you should have you should have known better. You should have demanded more. But you know what? I, I heard actually that he he requested to be Donatello because he said, I'm going to bring it. And people are gonna, you know, come back around to Donatello. Are you and serious? I think, or are you I think just making this up? I am making this up. Okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, but, you never know. He says yeah. some dumb things, so like, you know. <laughs> no, oh but, God. Yeah. yeah. No, you're right. You're right. Now, uh, how about that? Do you remember the video game, the arcade game? Fuck yeah, dude! That was at my movie theater, right? the Rose Springsteen Theater. That uh, was a great game, dude. And that was one of like. Those games at the time, just like the the Simpsons game and, and Double Dragon, all those, where basically the whole game is just walk to the right and smash. <laughs> like yeah. That's the entire game. Yeah. yeah, where you just, like, the characters would always go to the right to continue going through the level, and then you would just, like, smash the buttons, just, like, punch, kick, punch, 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 you know? Uh, but, God, I love that game, dude. And the graphics at the time were really good. It looked like the cartoon. Exactly. Like, it really yeah. did, you know? It was a step up. My buddy, um, Eddie, shouts out to Eddie, uh, works at Brash Brewery here, collects games, like arcade games now, and he has the Ninja Turtles. Yeah, uh, that's he has awesome. Us in, the, in the brewery when you used to be able to go outside and do things yeah. uh, and play, and, and different people could touch, you know, something without dying. Dude. You um, could play these games, and he, yeah, he has it. Yeah. I, it just, dude, it never lets you down. Oh, it's ne so fun. Ne and ne I was always Leonardo every time I played. I was always Michelangelo. Of course. Of course you were. Yeah. So, uh, like, together, we could totally beat that game, dude. Oh, fuck yeah. I beat it a bunch, dude, dude. at the movie theater. You just get a couple of other putzes with quarters and fucking make them well, take all the damage. Well, now it's not cool that you did it already, but all right. But I baby, we they, they, didn't mean, they didn't mean anything to me, baby. Like, we'll yeah. do it, like, in a meaningful way, you know? I just called them a bunch of putzes. Yes, I guess. Uh, putzes with quarters, dude. You're, you're way better. <laughs> I will say this. Um... I loved the Simpsons game, of course, which is basically the same game same with yeah. different characters. Um, I loved that game, and it was one of those, one of those things where it's like I didn't, never had enough quarters to just keep playing and, and beat it. But then, as is so popular now with like you know the bars that are slash arcades, they have the old vintage games. One popped up in Charlotte when I was living there, and my uh, wife at the time, she and I went there, and she also loved that game. And even though we're, neither of us are gamers. Uh, but we were just like, oh, we loved that game growing up and we always wanted to beat it. And so we paid like our our charge to like have the key to just play it as much as we wanted. And we got drunk and we finished the entire game. We beat the whole 
game. We just went level to level. And there's all sorts of levels later that are really cool that I never got to see as a kid. Like, there's a whole level, like, in a graveyard with zombies and everything. Oh, yeah. man, it's fantastic. It was, it was so much fun. Yeah. Do you think that's why you guys got divorced? Absolutely. <laughs> that's that's what happened. Yeah, we beat the game, and then we had no more reason to be together. It's like, well, we did what we needed to do. This was our whole plan yeah. uh, in our marriage. Shake um, hands and go your separate ways. Yeah, yeah. Pay the yeah. tab. That's what happened. Now, that sucks that you didn't get to beat it as a kid, because I got to beat that game, too. Well, you. it sounds like you were more well-off than I was as a kid. You had that's money. Supposed to mean. You had money and you had HBO. Like you had HBO. Like that that like that was crazy. Like when when you like when they did those free weekends, like we knew about it ahead of time and like we bought a bunch of tapes and we taped shit. And I watched those fucking tapes over and over. I taped like uh there was only two seasons at the time, but I taped the entire Tales from the Crypt series, like all two seasons. They did marathon when they had the free weekend. I watched that tape until it exploded, dude. I can still do most of those episodes from memory, like the entire fucking thing it's crazy uh so it sounds like like i was fucking poor and I it mean, sounds I, like you were not so i no silver spoon kid i just I'm kind of know. picturing like rich and rich you know like we were yeah, talking I mean, a minute ago about the breakfast club i did you walk were, around with uh bags with dollar signs in them and, <laughs> and, and, the, and they had holes in them and the quarters would fall and I, I i would laugh at the kids that picked them up yes right i did right. have blonde <laughs> hair that was styled like that and shined and I did wear a, 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 a suit top with shorts everywhere yes, I went. So yes, so yes, you're right. It was exactly like Richie Rich, and I would take I my figured. riches and just play the games till they were done, and uh, and yeah. laugh at people that didn't get yeah. to play past know, the second I, level because they sucked. I know you're. You're. I, I remember. I remember. Um, that was like you. you. That's what I remember. Your name was Preston at the time. Ah, oh, um, Preston. Yeah. That <laughs> fuck. Yeah, but. Uh, yeah, so I didn't have money. Like I would go to the arcade with like three dollars, and that and that was it, you know. And like, uh, I didn't have really a handful of quarters. It'd be like whatever you. If I had five bucks, and then whatever I had left over, change like to get in the movie. So it'd be like yeah. a couple bucks, whatever. I did if go you without to beat those games. You had a lot of money if you got to beat those games. I did go without. I would go without lunch in middle school to keep yeah. my lunch money for quarters, so that uh, on the weekend I could ride you the got, stop and go. You got lunch money? Two dollars every day. You got lunch money. Two dollars. <laughs> that's what it was. That's like I got two bucks, and uh, I would save. You wonder it all how much up. lunch money I got. <laughs> all right, that's a different episode. Okay, <laughs> I'm just trying to tell you <laughs> about the goddamn video games, how I beat them. I would save my lunch money, starve myself. I am yeah, vain, yeah. Uh, and uh, and I would play Street Fighter at the stop and go until yeah. I had no quarters left. But anyway, that's yeah. just privileged story for another yeah. time. Yeah, John Wayne privilege right there. Uh, so did we talk about everything we wanted to cover with the turtles? Well, we didn't talk about in the secret of the ooze, which is the, oh, yes. Thank you. Um, there is a a very important, some would say monumental cameo by one (laughs) vanilla ice. Yes. Who has a, um, the hit song off of the soundtrack, Ninja rap, Ninja rap, Ninja, Ninja rap, Ninja, Ninja. Oh shit. You know it. Oh fuck. I had the tape. (laughs) You don't think I had all these soundtracks? I did. And actually, in the movie, there's a small, like, where it's kind of like they're in, like, a shredder den or some shit like that Mm -hmm. where all that chaos is going on. And Vanilla Ice is, like, playing at it, like, the party. Like, he's playing at the clan party with his guys. and He's all dancing and shit, and their hair is all fucking weird. And he has those shiny shoes that had the little 
like uh, silver tips on him and stuff. Uh, and it uh, was uh, it was insane. Yeah, of course, this is this isn't <clears throat> like after he was uh, and like this wasn't after the fall or anything. This wasn't like 1995. Like he was st- he was hot as prime, ice. <laughs> prime ice time. I yeah, he it. was he was hot at the time. The IT prime ice time. He was like the biggest performer in the country at, at that at that month. Yeah. Uh, you know, in 1992 or whenever it was. And then he did have his own film, Cool as Ice, which uh, I, which is a it's and I will fucking it, punch anybody who says otherwise. That movie is fucking great. It's so fucking funny. Just his clothing alone, I just die laughing like watching that movie. It's so funny. I I, I do want to go back and rewatch it because I listened to another podcast where they uh, a movie podcast where they recap shit. Yeah. Uh, I was like, man, I, I'm going to go back and watch this because they talk oh, about how you can look at it as if like him and his crew are actually aliens from outer space. Like, <laughs> and, and if you look at it like that, it's like even more funny. And I was like, you kind of good. You kind of can because they're so like weird and like the way they're dressed and everything. Uh, but oh, my God, like his when he first shows up, like the girl, like she's like a farm girl. And she's like, um, I don't know what she's like riding a bike or she's like picking dingleberries out of sheep's fur or something she's doing some farm girl shit and uh they're called dags actually when it's when you're picking them off a sheep they're called dags um so she's uh, she's doing something like that and like he shows up and he's on like a yellow yamaha and he like flies over the fence in the fucking thing is like his big like his big introduction it's so fucking funny the movie he he jumps his bike over the fence over the fence yeah over like the horse fence you know like that's just the way he shows up he's like like through the air it's just so fucking funny it's such a stupid stupid movie but his clothing alone i i'm like god it's it's unbelievable how ridiculous his clothing is. Yeah. Uh, it's like a fucking Salvador Dali painting or something. Like, what the fuck are you wearing? You know? Yeah. And then, you know, we know uh, he uh, went on to become a like a, like a rock rapper after that. He got all tatted up. He tried to. Um, yeah, he yeah. Tried, and he tried to do like a Cypress Hill kind of thing. <laughs> Uh, and he performed at the bar in my uh, in at my college, like the big bar, right. which was just like a small ass bar. Right. Uh, it was a Huntsville, Texas, people where eat 'em up cats. Where did you um, go? No, I did uh, not go. You see, that's funny. You just um, I was uh, living at, uh, in Tallahassee at the time, much to my chagrin. Uh, the girl I was with was going to FSU, and Vanilla Ice. This was about the same time. It was like two thousand or, or no, no, it was nineteen ninety nine, nineteen ninety nine, and he had ju- and Vanilla Ice had just dinner did a, a version of the song with with corn. Am I right about that? He did um, Ice Ice Baby with corn. They did like a, a new version of it that was rock. No, really, like I, I think I'm right about this. Uh, he did a rock. He did a rock version mm-hmm. of Ice Ice Baby, uh, and I think he did it with some of the guys from Corn. Maybe I don't. I, 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 I mean, I consider myself a big cornhead yeah. myself, but I have not. Uh, I may be wrong. I may be wrong, but I thought I thought that that's who he did it with. But anyway, he did, he did do a, like a, a metal version of Ice Ice Baby. Uh, and uh, he was like touring with that album, I guess. And he had like long dreadlocks and everything. Mm-hmm. And he was going to be playing at like some local club. And I so wanted to go for the novelty of it, but it just didn't work out. I missed it, too. So we both are huge failures. The greatest thing we could have done in our lives would be like if we knew we were doing this podcast 50 years later, we could have gone uh, and like we could discuss Vanilla Ice in concert I mean, uh, during his bizarre uh, dip into rock rap. I mean, Rob Van Winkles, give us a call, dude. 
Robert Van Winkle. It Why don't you shower? have a tattoo of him? You got fucking Limp Biscuit. You don't have a Vanilla Ice tattoo. I don't know, man. I wasn't allowed to get tattoos back then when he was popular. Well, you just you can get it now. Why don't you You're stop? Right. I should get one. Why now. don't you stop? I would get one now. Stop, collaborate, and listen. <laughs> get a tattoo of Vanilla Ice and listen. Yeah, and a, yeah. Get a brand new edition. Something grab a hold of me tightly. Something, something, daily and nightly. You're embarrassing both of us. Stop. <laughs> Will it ever stop? I don't know. Turn off the lights and I'll glow. Rob, don't judge us on this. Please give us a call. No, and he was on like uh, the celebrity rehab. Was that what it was? Like he was, he got real popular he, off of those. Uh, he's on, he has some VH1 show shows. He did like something where he's, um, builds houses. Or yeah, something. yeah, but that was yeah. after, like that spawned off of this. He was like on the, the real world, but it was like celebrities on VH1. Like, so it was like Ron Jeremy, him, All right? Fucking somebody else. Like, yeah. Like that, like sea level type. Is that the one where, where, um, where, uh, what's her name? Shit. I'm turning into you. I can't remember anything. Bridget Nielsen. Where that one where Bridget Nielsen banged Flavor Flav? Yes. Yeah. She's in as well. Yes. All right. Uh, and yeah, he was like on, I think, all of the seasons or something, or I don't know. Something like that. He he was able to get that time off from 7 Eleven? Well. Very funny. Um, <laughs> he was management, and he had a bunch of vacations saved up. Okay. You see, the thing about those yeah. shows is they, they they spread it out and they make it look like it's it's like months of them living together. But there's right. these things over, you know, maybe a weekend or five days right. or something like right. that. So right. you yeah. know, really, if you get if you if you time it right, your days off, and then you get like somebody to pick up a shift or two, you can knock it out, no problem. That's good to know. Yeah, for when we're on celebrity rehab. We're yeah. going to need to know that. Yeah, because um, we'll both be working at that 7-Eleven or AMPM. Right. And, uh, and we'll be swing shifting it. So Right. We'll have to, you know, we'll have to get, uh, we'll we'll have get Tony from uh, Store 122 to come over and pitch in, you know? Yeah, it's going to be a problem. It is. I know that guy. Tony is not on speaking terms with yeah. me right now. <laughs> <laughs> well, you shouldn't have cheated on him. Well, fuck. Yeah. yeah. Well, anyway. mistakes were made, but um, anyway, we're bringing up Vanilla Ice mm-hmm. on purpose because I recently saw an article, and I, and, you know, because I every morning I get up and I Google Vanilla Ice, mm-hmm. uh, and I saw an article right that, after you Google Christopher Triana, right? Oh well, yeah, because I mean, that's like, what I do. I get up first thing. Good... I Google. I Google Christopher Triana. Well, that's a I good Google three for... hours of my morning. You know, like... a, yeah, you're you got a lot of pages, dude. Oh, yes, I... every morning I'm up. Christopher Triana, and then Vanilla Ice. Yes, yes. And then, and then I and then I search Jesus sightings and tortillas. Right. And then I go for my day. So. Yes. And then you go out on your day hunting the chupacabra, um, as you do in Texas, right? Well, I, I mean, I hear that's the big hobby. Yeah, you know, I mean, I with nunchucks. I can't, you're, oh yeah, because well, you're Michelangelo. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I can't really talk about the chupacabra right now, though. Okay. So, okay. So, yeah. Yeah. Confidential. Yeah, it's like a. I don't want to get into it, but gotcha. things were said. Confidential. Um, confidential as well. Yeah. Conf, 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 conf. yeah. Turn on stuff. your light. Turn uh, on you, your uh, light. The problem with this is now you can see me. Oh, it's it's horrible. People want to see. Um, Let so. your soul go. 
Feel it out. Coming so to America. Feel smooth. Yeah. I know what you're doing. You don't need to explain Solo to me. I have a Solo t-shirt, and I and I don't wear it because I, I I think should like be. it might be taken the wrong way now. I think you that know? You should get a Solo tattoo though. When I get this Vanilla Ice tattoo, we'll, you I'll get, get a Solo tattoo. No, I love I love that movie, and I so I bought this shirt, and it just says Solo, and it has the the man and the woman with the with the Jerry curl, and. I, I have it, but I never wear it now because I'm like, I'm worried like someone might take offense, You're right. you know, not it's get the reference probably. or something. I don't know. So I don't wear it. But um, I do love that movie. Anyway, um, Vanilla Ice. Mm-hmm. I saw in my daily search that uh, he's getting a biopic. He's getting a movie that's all about his life. It's not going to star him. It's going to have some actor playing him. Oh, uh, shit. Yeah. He's and biopic, biopic, that's French for biopic. Am I right? Or... I thought it was biopic. I like to say it both ways. I like to say biopic because it sounds like it has robots. It just doesn't. I thought you said he was played. So this is what happens. This is what jerks do. Okay. Somebody learns a word by reading. They don't hear it because they, they, they learn it by reading. And so they mispronounce it. And then someone makes fun of them for it. So you're making fun of me for reading. Look, dude, I don't want to pull us off on a, a whole. You know what? You know what? About this. You. I'm um, off of the show. Oh, I'm kidding. First quit. Uh, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> so biopic. Go ahead. Biopic. I don't know. I don't know if it's right. I think you can say it both times. I'm just, you know, I'm 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 here to just, you know, I'm bouncing shit off. You, you know, I bounce it off. I bou- we bounce off. You're hot. Remember, you're hot as ice and I'm hot. Cold. No, no. I'm <laughs> hot takes Triana. I get pissed. God damn it. I get pissed. And those are the hot takes that you can expect. I get I get pissed. OK, that's fine. Calm back down. I'm sorry. So the biopic biopic of. Vanilla Ice Vanilla is coming Ice. out, but it's like what, like that Motley Crue thing where it's actors playing. Yeah, 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 mm. it, yeah. It's like the Doors movie or whatever else. It's actors playing and showing the movie of their life. Now, this is kind of shitty as far as hip hop goes because, like, Run DMC and Ice T, they haven't had a biopics. Uh, you know, like they're they're much bigger contributors to hip hop. Obviously, Grandmaster Flash, people like that, they don't get one, but Vanilla Ice gets one. But at the same time, it's kind of an, a really interesting story of how crazy it is that this guy skyrockets to stardom with one song and then is gone. Like, yeah, I was going to say, that it's, um, his story is one of tragedy. So, yeah, it's a of crazy course, they story. would make a, you know, it makes sense that that would get made into a biopic biopic. Yeah. But uh, it does suck that Run DMC doesn't have something like that. I'm sure there's got to be some stuff that. Well, no, there's but, some, but not there's in a the, mainstream one, maybe. No, I, don't, I don't know. But who's putting this out? I mean, is it a major actor playing him, or what's? Uh, the... Yeah, it's some. I don't know. It's some guy. He was in the Disaster Artist, which was the movie they made about uh, the Room. Yeah, uh, right. Tommy Wiseau. No, it's not him. It's the other guy. Um, oh. I, that's what I read in the article. I don't know. I don't know. Oh, I love God. the Room. I've seen it a million times, but I have not seen the Disaster Artist. I I don't care. Uh, but I do love the Room. I don't um, care. I don't care about any. I haven't seen any of it. I yeah. don't care. Yeah. Um, but I just wanted but, to know if they were putting like some name to make it like uh, I don't know, like a, no, they are. It's like it's it's. I mean, I don't know. I don't I don't follow modern movies as much. So, but no, no, he's like a known actor, and uh, that they're putting in the role. It's not going to be just some like made for TV thing. This is going to be like a big release, big movie. Oh, shit. Yeah. Yeah. Um, in the theaters so, or like yeah, a Netflix. No, this is going to be a big movie. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, like I I don't know which which production company is picking up, but this is like going to be a big movie. They're making like a a full on feature out of this. You know who else is getting a, a biopic? 
uh, which I can tell is probably the best way to say it. But you know, now that you say it that way, um, Jules Verne. No, but I would watch that for sure. Um, Hulk Hogan is getting one. And well, it's about time. It's about fucking time, right? Right. <laughs> no, like I mean, you want, well, really? You talk about like another person that like skyrocketed stardom, and he was he was at the top much longer than Vanilla Ice. Uh, and bef- before I like say this, I, I say I am aware that you know he said very racist things, and he's probably a shitbag of a person. But the um, the the Hulkamania of my childhood and yours too uh, was absolutely huge. And I'm not even a wrestling fan, you know. I wasn't even back back then, but. Um, Hulkamania was was everywhere. It was enormous, and so he like permeated a, the culture. He did, he did, and he like he was the face of wrestling. And this is when wrestling like was tied into MTV, and like he like he had Mr. T and Cindy Lauper and all these people that were top of the world in, in the eighties. Like were like at his matches, like not just watching, but they were like on like in the ring with him and stuff. Yeah. Um, it's a really cool Cap- oh, Captain Lou Albano played Cindy Lauper's dad. And the girls just want to have fun video. Right? I don't yeah. know who that is. Yeah. yeah. Captain yeah. Lou Albano? I don't know who that is. He's was a, he a Ninja he's Turtle? A, he's a WWF wrestler. Oh. <laughs> okay. Oh, I, I said I'm not really into wrestling. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. Uh, but we were tying it in with MTV. I was like, he was like okay. played her dad in, in her music okay. video. Okay. All right. Um, I I didn't have MTV growing up because uh, I was oh a- I I had uh, MTV in every TV of uh, every room that you we probably had. had a TV yeah. in your room didn't you? Uh, no, yeah, we you had did. a tw- no we had a tw- we had a t- uh, twelve inch black and white TV that me and my brother and sister had to had to watch together and even playing it to watch together we huddled around it for warmth oh and wow. um but then I did get a TV when I was a big boy yeah when you were seven no. When anyway, I was seven. Anyway, anyway, you want to know who's playing Hulk Hogan? Um, I do. And I believe I believe this is a Netflix movie. Um, it's uh, Chris Hemsworth, the guy who plays Thor. He's playing Hulk Hogan. Really? Yes, he is. I almost was going to say it, Mickey Rourke, just because he did the wrestler. But right. Oh, uh, I I will watch Mickey Rourke do anything. He's probably my favorite actor, and I'm not being funny. I think he's really, really no, exceptional he's, actor. No, he's 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 great. I he love. Just, uh, you know, wrestlers in my top ten favorite movies. Angel Heart is one of my favorite wrestler, horror dude. movies. Wrestler is fucking amazing. Uh, Angel it, Heart, one of my favorite horror films. The wrestler uh, makes me feel like, and, and let me borrow a term from Homer that I'm Homer Simpson, uh, that I'm looking into a living snow mirror of my future. Like sometimes, where I'm like, God, dude, this is where I'm gonna end up slicing meat someday. Just like long hair, like, yeah, you doing? What you want you like? Uh, it's I don't know. I um. <clears throat> I have no comment on that. Fair enough. <laughs> Christ. Uh, anyway. Uh, anyway. <laughs> I didn't mean to pull us off on a tangy there. Let's just... to, to do what? Pull us off on a tangy from what we were talking about. Oh, oh yes. That's what we call like tangents now. Tangents call, with tangy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sure she'll love that. Um, it's, in the, uh, it's in our Urban Dictionary entry. I put it in there. Okay. Under the okay. show. Tangy gotcha. equals tangy. Okay. Uh, yeah, we do need to have some kind of like, um, what the hell is the word? Some sort of annex or something? You know, like, no, we need to have some sort of like reference annex or something for the show, you know? Um, yeah. Anyway. 
Um, we'll talk about that off. We'll talk about it. We'll, 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 we'll get together on it. We'll, we'll do lunch, babe. Um, oh, you do lunch, huh? <laughs> not really. I don't actually. I, like, if we're being honest, I don't really. Uh, my, my, my meals are really pathetic. I'll, I'll be like, well, I've got some crackers. I've got some carrots. I got some V8. I got three strips of cold cuts. Uh, there, there's my breakfast. You know, I just kind of like pull things together, man. You know, like. And I, you I can send well. those meals for wheels. Christopher <laughs> Triana, Kara, no, Idle Socialist. You know what I want? You know what I want? I want dead flowers and I want razor blades. <laughs> Preferably used razor blades. <laughs> anyway. Dead flowers on my way. Oh, Towns Van Zant, dude. I love that song. I love that song. It's a great song. Yeah, you used to sing it to me every night when we were together. You'd like play the guitar bedside and sing it to me. Yeah. Um, but we had an amicable we had an amicable divorce, you know, as you can tell. So, um, oh, I thought we did, but he, maybe you don't. <laughs> I, I I never signed those papers. Oh, well, good, good. Maybe we can make it work. Yeah. Anyway, uh, so the point is, <laughs> Ninja Turtles, nineteen ninety, the best Ninja Turtles movie. Unequivocally, yes. Unequivocally, you yeah. cannot, you cannot say, I don't want to hear any of your bullshit about. If anybody even wants to compare a Michael Bay one to this one, yeah. just get the fuck out of the conversation. Yeah. There's no yeah. redeeming yeah. thing about that movie. That is a different thing. But you know what? That's not our Ninja Turtles, and I can, I can divorce myself from that. I from those and be like, you know what? That's not mine. Right. This is mine. But don't come telling me that that shit is better than this. Because we'll fucking obviously we just talked for an hour about it. We'll brawl and we'll really go on about it. We will. We will. Um, um, you know, I before we before we go on to our next topic, I'm not 100 percent sure that I even saw. I'm gonna I'm gonna say I'm 99 percent sure though that I never saw Secret of the Ooze, the second one with Vanilla Ice. That I never saw it because by that time I was like 14, going on 15, and I was like into girls and stuff i wasn't into turtles anymore i am 16 going on 17 uh yeah i was totally you're like a year or two younger than me and that makes no difference yeah, to us now but when you're a teenager that's a world of difference and i you, you know, know yeah and i still even love turtles into my late teen to early 40s and you know it's been <laughs> fine worked stopped. out totally fine stopped. for me right. you know See, uh, I, I lost interest in turtles by the time I, I was like thirteen, and I've never really cared. Uh, uh, like, like I said, this is the first time I even really thought about them in a long time, uh, and it was fun. It was fun to revisit. Oh, before we before we go off of this though, we should say like the toys were fucking rad as shit, dude. The ones the they made from the movie? Great. No, the the the, one, the toys that they just made in general. Oh uh, yeah, were they awesome. were badass. The toys they were, were awesome, awesome. Uh, and there were so many like. Because they were mutants, like all the characters were mutants. So you had like Bebop and Rocksteady were warthogs. And, so and, glad you brought this up. Yeah, warthogs and, and rhinos. But there were all these cool characters like Dr. Baxter, I think his name was, who was like the human fly. Baxter Stockman. I was about to say that. That's the yeah. only Teenage Mutant Ninja original toy I still own that's out in my case, Fuck in my yeah, display dude. case. He was because, the best. because I want a tattoo of him. Someday, he was like, the best, dude. He was my favorite fucking yeah. one, dude. Like I, I have, also I have a, a set of the four turtles where they're all just, uh, they're all there's no color to them. They're all white. Mm. It's a San Diego Comic, San Diego Comic Con exclusive from a few okay. years, like several years yeah. ago that my friend gave to me. Shouts out. 
but th- that's I only have those turtles up and that Baxter Stockman because he is the best damn character. He's he a fucking was, fly, was, man. Fuck yeah, dude, he's the fly. He's a fly, dude. I totally agree. He was yeah, fucking awesome. I loved that toy. But they had like they had all these different ones, like and like they had like like brain was like a villain, like he was a brain that was inside Krang. the belly of what's his name? Krang. Krang, thank you, thank you. Yeah. But he's a brain, and he's inside yeah. the belly of like a robot man. Like they had some really crazy, wild stuff. Uh, and it's funny you mentioned the color of like the, those action figures. Like I have, I don't have any of my old turtle toys or anything like that. Um, uh, but I do have uh, some comic books from way back in the day, uh, mm-hmm. where like they they all had the red mask, mm-hmm. and they were like not really like distinguishable from each other because originally they all had a red mask, and the only way you can really tell the turtles apart is right. from their masks, like blue, purple, orange, and red. Um, yeah. So it was a little more. Um, I don't know. It was just like here's these turtles and like their personalities were totally non-existent. Well, they fu- uh, I have I have some of those Eastman and Laird like graphic novels from and they just turtles fucked people up in those, dude. They oh yeah, totally killing people totally. and just like and I remember and... and I remember later in the '90s uh, there was a series called Body Count, uh, not related to Ice T. Say yeah, uh, there was not a cop killer version of of the Ninja Turtles, although that would be awesome. Um, uh, uh, no, uh, it was called Body Count, and it was Simon Bisley did the artwork. And he was a very talented, uh, big deal in, in comic books at the time. He did a lot of the Lobo stuff, uh, which which was really great. Um, uh, but yeah, and it was like I don't think it was all the turtles, but I actually have some of these still. Uh, it was like Raphael, I think, uh, but it was like full on brutal, like him like eviscerating bad guys and like really fucking shit up. And this wasn't just some bootleg thing. This was like a licensed. Uh, variation, a kind of what if um, series of comics featuring the Ninja Turtles, and it was really fucking brutal. Cool, yeah, uh, yeah. I meant uh, to grab that. I have. I meant to grab one of those graphic novels before we started, so I could hold it up because I wanted. I figured we'd talk about them, but yeah, they were straight up kill. Oh my whoa. dogs! They were straight Dog up. Bite. Somebody must be at the door. They're straight up killers in that show, like yeah. Yeah. in that in the comics originally. And you can only tell them apart by their weapons, really, because right. yeah. they all did have like red masks. And that's what these yeah. that the ones that are all white that I have, that's the throwback to that. They're just there's yeah. no color at all yeah. to them. And they're so cool. But the, the toys. Huge... Oh, sorry. I was just saying it was it was a huge leap of what the original creators of, of the of the characters came up with and what ended up being a TV show and a toy and everything. It was a huge difference. Yeah. Uh, of where it originated and what it ended up as and both of those guys got rich on it but uh like they they kind of had conflicting views on where the the characters went yeah but they got rich so quit your bitching yeah exactly they had hbo and enough money to play uh the, the ninja turtles video game and beat it and proud we are of all of them <laughs> <laughs> all right so all right. are we ready to move on I think we're ready. I think, I think we kind of have to. We've, been, yeah, we've gone for a while. Um, uh, so, all right. Um, we talked about the Ninja Turtles, uh, which was a you know a, a toy that we both loved and, and became a movie. So we're going to talk about another toy line that became a movie as well. And this came out before the Turtles. I think it was 87, I believe. 87, 88, this came out. And... We're talking, of course, about our next topic, which is... One, two, three, four! Masters of the Universe! We did it, dude. 
Yeah, that, that, yeah. that kind of works. It. Like the that echo kind of sounds like the show, you know? Yeah. Uh, I think I think we did a really good job. Thank so um, I think we can go out for pizza now. Um, Cowabunga! Cowabunga, dude. So, um, yeah. So, Masters of the Universe. Now, we were saying with the Ninja Turtles how when the movie came out, they really stuck to the the cartoon the stories that we were used to the way they looked and everything masters of the universe however decided to do the exact opposite and change everything and, and it almost seems like that's kind of uh par for the course with them or maybe uh, apropos but because like the ninja turtles was like a story and a cartoon that got toys made from it and this masters of the universe is a toy line much like gi joe that was a toy that they made a 30 minute commercial for every week called a cartoon exactly and and so it was already a reversed type of situation it was was. yeah it was the one of the most like disgusting um like you said it was it was it it had the nerve to call itself a show and it was really just a commercial for toys uh and we all line and sinker baby we all fell for it baby um, but those toys, those toys were red. Like I liked those toys more than the Ninja Turtle ones. Um, those toys are they, and they, they came, and they were before the turtles too. Mm-hmm. Um, they were, um, they just like, there was so much imagination that, that you could springboard off of those toys. You know, they had all of these cool characters where like, you know, one guy had like a trap for a jaw. Another guy was a beast man. One was a merman. You had a, a guy who was a talking skeleton. Like there was all of these cool. Yeah, yeah. You had all these different like these cool characters and like He-Man and Skeletor. They rode around on giant cats with saddles on these giant panthers and shit. It was just really cool and really imaginative. And then the show is like, you know, we all watched it, but the show is really bad. Like I, uh, <clears throat> I remember revisiting it revisiting it like i don't know 10 years ago just for laughs and just being blown away by how fucking terrible it is it's so bad dude it's so empty the stories are weak uh it's just like empty-headed nonsense and it's really like you said a toy commercial it's like every episode it's like and now here's this new guy here's elephant or you know (laughs) yeah anytime there was a new wave of toys released they you knew that was coming because they started dropping those new guys in the episodes and you'd be like Oh my god, I gotta get Skunk Or, I've gotta yeah, get exactly. Moss Man, I've yeah, gotta, yes. you know, you you Stink would just like, like Stink Or, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he was a Skunk Man. And, and all t- they did, all these lazy cunts did, is they took Merman and they just gave him a different paint job. He was Merman with, uh, instead of green, he was like black with like the, the white stripe. And they gave him like some cheap armor and they made him like scratch and sniff and he smelled mm-hmm. bad. Like, this is what the kind of shit these assholes did. I remember when Fakor came out. Uh, Fakor was, uh, like, a robot that Skeletor built, and he, and he like, was supposed to pass for He-Man, but he was blue and had orange hair, and it's like, how would anyone think he was He-Man, <laughs> you know? Uh, but I wanted that figure so bad, and I remember very specifically my dad being like, no, fuck that, this is bullshit. That's a fucking He-Man painted blue. That's all it is. I'm not paying for the same toy twice. <laughs> and I remember being like, fuck you, dad. And I ran away and I never looked back, you know, Hell yeah. uh, so- <laughs> story of Jesus. <laughs> yeah, I do have uh, like when I was there, like much younger, still living in Pennsylvania, my dad would take me to the Hills store, uh, which was like the Kmart and shit. And uh, at times, if I was 
on the more well-behaved side, I would get to pick out a He-Man figure. Uh, just another example of my privilege. Just throw that yeah, in your face. I wasn't going to uh, say. I wasn't going <laughs> to say it, but, yeah. but But I did. I, I, I just had quite a fondness for He-Man. I had Castle Grayskull. That was like my big present one Christmas. Yeah. Uh, like, the, but they get, but the thing is, they they went through so many iterations. Talking about buying the same toy twice, you got, of course, we did. I did it like three times because they had like battle, battle armor, armor He Man, yeah, like, yeah. it, it would turn. You know, they had all they just to put out a different iteration of He Man, give him a different thing, and yeah. uh, it's yeah, this one's got a glow in the dark sword. Like, oh Jesus Christ, yeah, it's like right, a right. yeah. Stacy doll. Yeah. Like, oh, it's got a new hat. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But um, but then like balls. talk about you, you were saying balls also you'd be watching the 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 television show and say they drop they drop Stinkor or whatever in the in the episode you're like oh shit and it cuts a commercial break and it's a commercial for, for that the toy for the Absolutely. toy yep oh my it god was shameless, that... dude it was shameless talk and again fuck, dude. you watch like you again like there are there are people out there that are really like hardcore about this fucking stuff like that that really as adults still love he-man and i don't know why because it's really like i appreciate that the toys were awesome you know back in the day but those shows are fucking awful and terrible and some people like refuse to admit it like not everything ages as well as batman the animated series and i know i'm biased because i love batman but those were good stories they had like really good stories they weren't just trying to sell toys yeah. he-man and thundercats and transformers these are stupid shows with stupid stories that are really like impossible to get anything out of uh, other than the fact that, wow, that, that's a really cool toy, you know? Uh, and so I just don't get it, man. I just don't get it. You know, these people We're that hang on to them, you know, you know, they're, they're doing a new, uh, like a uh, masters of the universe animated thing that like Kevin Smith is one of the writers on. Uh, yeah. yeah it's supposed to be all gritty and like part. Uh, uh, no comment. No comment, none taken. They've talked forever about doing a, a reboot movie, like doing it in the style of like that movie 300 or something, and whatever. Um, I really don't care. They're two really uh, empty characters. Really Again, empty, you know? why so soon? Why so soon? <laughs> again, I mean... Well, everything's fucking remakes and reboots now. God forbid, God forbid, they come up with... They, they take a risk on something new. Movies now, like Hollywood just wants a, a guarantee. They want a built-in audience. That's why we get Ghostbusters and Gremlins and all these things over and over again. Because they know there's people out there who just already fucking love this stuff and will watch anything, any piece of shit that has the Ghostbusters or He-Man label on it. They will go to see. They will fill those seats. That's all they care about now is filling seats. They don't care about telling a good story. They don't care about give, making a good movie. They just reboot the same fucking thing. And the same fucking thing goes for fucking horror movies. You know, it's like, let's do Leatherface again. There hasn't been a good Leatherface movie in 30 fucking years. They reboot it over and over and over. And it's fucking shit. And like, I'm like, why are horror fans still going to see these things? Let it go. Leatherface, Texas Chainsaw, one, the, one of the greatest horror films of all time. The sequel, a hilarious self-parody. After that, are you fucking kidding me? Those movies are awful. All of them. All of them. I get hot. pissed, God damn it! I get pissed! Hot, hot takes, calm down. These are the <laughs> hot takes you can expect from Christopher Triana. <laughs> That was a good, right. uh, that was a nice hot take, but, uh, I'm nice dangerously, dangerously mentally ill. So. That's fine. Um, drink <laughs> up, drink up, sister. Smoke up, uh, Johnny. Yeah, smoke up, Johnny. 
that was my fucking Christmas. <laughs> you got you got great skull. I got smoke up giant. It's five pounds of veal. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I guess it would make sense. <laughs> Carpet. It's Berber. Berber. <laughs> now we're just going super obscure. As we a... go out, and get a job, and buy it. Yeah. Choo -choo. <laughs> All right. Um. But okay. So it was a. The thing about Masters of the Universe is it wasn't just a toy, all a toy commercial. And for some unknown fucking reason, they decided to make a movie about it. But well, they... for good reason. It was a big hit. So, you know, they figured they'd make a movie. Oh, oh, I, was, I thought you were set, referring to the movie was a big hit. I was going to no. say. No, no, no. My friend. <laughs> no, I'm saying they had a good reason to make the movie. But then they uh, strayed completely, like we said. They completely. Everything. Yeah, they... They went in a, like a whole other direction. I don't know if it. Well, all right. Let, let's okay, let's sorry. get get to the. Let's like start with this. The movie was made by Canon. Now Canon made some of my favorite movies of all time because there's for the most part they're really bad B movies. Mm -hmm. They made such wonderful films as Cobra with Sylvester Stallone, which is one of my favorite movies. I still have the poster on my oh, wall. I've had the poster since I was twelve. Still have it on my wall. Um, uh, they made Cobra. They made The Apple, which is my favorite bad movie of all time. Uh, Invasion USA with Chuck Norris. They made like the Death Wish 3, like the most outrageous of the sequels. Yeah, they made all these ridiculous, crazy movies. Yeah, Nick and I, Nick and I watched De Death Wish 3 in a, a hotel at a convention uh, last year, like because we had the Roku stick and uh, Nick put it on. And it, yeah, it's it's got Bill from Bill and Ted. Uh, it does, fame. yeah. Alex but it, it's so fucking ridiculous and painful. oh god, it's out of control, but, dude. The body count and everything. Yeah. Oh, oh god. god. No, I've seen that movie a million times. I love that movie. In fact, we could do a whole fucking show on Charles Bronson. I can tell you everything there is to know about Charles Bronson. I've read two different biographies about Charles Bronson. That's how into Charles Bronson I am. Um, you mean biographies? <laughs> <laughs> okay, I know I said that one right. Oh um, no, I, I had to do it. I kid, I kid. Um, yeah, so Canon Films, they, they made a lot of like crazy, goofy stuff. The Last American Virgin, uh, movies like that, uh, uh, Life Force. Uh, but funny enough, Master of the Universe, which they put a shit ton of money into, along with Life Force and uh, Superman 4, The Quest for Peace, which we mentioned earlier, yes. these movies kind of bankrupted Canon because it was like three huge stink bombs that just tanked them, dude, and like, kind of like, was the end of canon. And and they should not. When you when you on paper, those should not have bankrupted a, no. a movie company. They should have no. risen them to power. When right. you look at it on paper, it's right, right, right. Golden can't, and Globus can't lose. Can't lose. Golden and Globus, yeah. two crazy producers. They uh, they thought they were hitting mm. hitting pay dirt when they got a hold of Superman. You know, yeah, of course. Uh, but but they made that horrible superman 4 like superman 3 is bad but okay. then but it's fucking superman 1 next to superman 4 dude it's jesus christ superman 4 is really really bad um and uh life force i like life force i really do but it's not great it's 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 like space vampires it's it's weird and like people didn't know what what to the hell and it has the chick from hee-haw and she's naked through the whole movie and i really appreciate that 
Um, I'm gonna have to go back and watch this for research. Life Force, yeah. yeah no, it's, yeah. it's 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 uh, Toby Hooper. You know, we were talking about Texas Chainsaw. Okay, yeah. Are you gonna tell me his name is it, Tobe it, Hopper? Am I wrong on that too? <laughs> no, I'm just gonna tell you that uh, Steven Spielberg actually came in and directed that uh, that whole for, movie for Toby Hooper. Yeah, it's yeah, a little yeah. known fact. Just uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Everything Toby Hooper did was all Spielberg. Spielberg too. I said Spielberg, didn't I? I don't know. He's not as he's not as an important director to me. Like I said, Schindler's List would have been better with the two Corys, but he didn't do that. So (laughs) anything, anything only improved when you add both of the Corys to it. Casablanca, Gone with the Wind, Citizen Kane, you know, all of it, and the rest, and the rest. Corey, Corey, Corey. we got to get those Corey tattoos, dude. I don't know about that. I. I know you. I know all about it. <laughs> Why don't you get a real one? And I'll get a Hannah one that'll wash away in uh, in a day or two. Oh, we'll see. Maybe we'll one see day, we, maybe one day we get into the Evan Williams pretty hard, and and you, I pass you, out. You wake I, up, and uh, I wake up. In, not in, only in a... have I taken pictures of your uh, down your shirt, I've gotten <laughs> you a, a tattoo of one of the Corys. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I like wake up in a bathtub full of ice. <laughs> you're like oh god no and it just says like i've touched cory on you and you're like yeah no! <laughs> let me just take my kidney please yeah. yeah it's it's like a tattoo of cory feldman like doing his full michael jackson from dreaming a little dream with his head tucked and holding the, the brim of the hat oh that'd be killer but yeah you know you talk about taking pictures down the shirt you remember that from license of drive I do when when you texted me and you were yeah. watching it and it came back to my mind. I was like, oh yeah, she's in. First of all, they put her in the trunk. They put her in the cat, trunk for Christ's sake. It's just like he's lifting her her top and just taking photos yeah, with the camera. Yeah. It's I like mean, wow, how much things have changed. Like we were talking about the Casey Jones scene in Turtles, and like in this movie, yeah, like the chicks passed out, and he's like pulling her shirt off and taking pictures of her tits while she's passed out. It's, it's like oh my god, you know, like. That like talk about shit that wouldn't fly today. Like oh, back then it was like ah, oh, that's really funny. Now it's like wow, that's really awful. <laughs> but uh, but in, you know, I want to say in Corey's defense, uh, when you did bring that up to me, I did some research, and it turns out he did not want to play it like that. But the directors insisted that he do that, and to the point where uh, they called him a sniveling little weenie tot and no made shit. him. Uh, yeah, no, that this is all made up. Um, Stops. It's like that sounds real. Like that sounds like it could be true that he didn't want to do it. You know, I I, I like to think that he didn't want to do it. You know, I'll tell you. I'll tell you something. Tell me. You know, we we kind of we we mentioned a little bit Bill and Ted. Um, Alex Winter, you mentioned a minute ago with Death Wish Three. Keanu Reeves. Talk about fucking class. Okay. Talk about gentlemanly behavior. This fucking guy when he did the movie Dracula, uh, Bram Stoker's Dracula. Under- oh, I read. I read about this. Yeah underrated vampire movie by the way we didn't mention this when we did the show but that's a really good movie i really like that one a lot um it's no from dust till dawn but you know it's way better um so yeah it's not from dust till dawn it's better it's it's really good so uh there's a scene where um where winona Ryder was supposed to cry and she couldn't do it she couldn't like get the tears going and so francis ford coppola the director of the film was yelling at keanu being like call her a whore, call her a bitch, like, just say whatever you have to, just say awful shit to her until she cries. And Keanu, because he's got fucking class, was like, no, I'm not doing that. Forget it, I'm not doing it. And he didn't. And you know what? Mad props. Shouts out, Keanu Reeves, for being a fucking gentleman 
and, not and that's that. and that's why Keanu Reeves can really do no wrong. You get a Keanu Reeves with the two Corys, and you've got perfection. Dare I say it? Yeah, yeah, you would. I, I really do love Keanu Reeves, though, un, unironically. No, he's a legit. He's a legit good dude. From everything I've read and seen, um, my friend Tangie did an event with him, like uh, you know, because she's in the fashion industry, and she said he's Shouts really. Out. really Shouts out Tangie. Uh, hey, Tangie, tell him we said hey. You tell him we said hi because she's best friends with him. Cool, um, cool. But no, just said like he's really genuine, really sweet, and really good guy. And that's like every story you hear about Counter Reeves, that's the story. Yeah, um, yeah. Now, that said, like I'm not a big fan of a lot of his films, but he does have some that I really like. Bill and Ted, Speed. I really like Speed. I think Speed is bitching. Speed was badass, dude. Yeah. Uh, Point Break is hilarious. Uh, Eat on know, a boat. <laughs> on a yeah, he was like, but you see, once again, class. He's like, yeah, I'm out. Yeah, <laughs> like, nah, nah. Take Jason Patrick. He's not doing anything, <laughs> and he still isn't. <laughs> uh, anyway, Masters of the Universe. We gotta yeah. get back on track, babe. Okay. Um, Masters of the Universe. Again, like we may get into this. The big problem with this movie is that the show, as terrible as as it is. It takes place in this magical world called Eternia. It's like, you know, with filled with all these different crazy characters. And, and again, it's a toy commercial. So there's all these different characters and weird creatures and stuff. And in the movie, they're like, let's just bring He-Man to Earth. And let's bring a couple of people from the, the, the story, the, the comics and everything. Or not the comics, but the, the cartoon. Uh, but let's have them be like the most generic, boring characters. Let's have Man-at-Arms and Tila. So basically just humans. Yeah, and then also let us take away like the most awesome character, Orko, and throw in this fucking snarf-looking asshole. Like, yeah, this this troll. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, but for I mean, you like you said, Eternia in the cartoon is this sprawling kind of Middle Earth, Third Earth, whatever yeah, type. It's, it's a whole different planet. fantasy fantasy yeah. world, right? Yeah. And then the movie they make it like this outer space kind of right, right vibe, like they're all traveling through space and shit. It makes. It, it depart departs from the narrative as completely. awful as it is completely I'm and completely. unsuccessfully. Yeah. It's, not like, it's not like we were no all like, happening. oh, fuck, yeah, they did no. it. They saved He-Man. No. no, dude, I was 10 years old when this movie came out. And even I was like, this is bullshit. This is garbage. I was 10 and I was mad, you know, because like and even even the attorney that they show, it's only for like 15 minutes. And then like they're like they're on Earth, you know, just because it was cheaper to film them on Earth, you know. And like you said, they have this uh, B- Billy Barty. Uh, playing uh, playing this little um, troll character with a magic like uh, key dildo light up like it was looked like one of those pens. Remember those pens where you could change the color? You'd press it's... a different tab for each color. It looked like that. Only it was big. It uh, was like the... the spirit key. It unlocked the the gates to the different universe or something. Yeah, like that, it right? did. Right. It allowed them to travel between the universes. They picked our shitty fucking world. You know, yeah. the worst universe possible. Uh, and so they go to to earth and of course they go to america and uh oh and let's let's mention this he-man is played by that fine thespian dolph lundgren now lundgren this was his first starring role uh he was only known for rocky four where he played ivan drago uh, rocky's russian nemesis uh, and in the, and in that film he had three lines i think uh he, he barely you says will lose yeah, yeah you will lose i must break you uh and if he dies he dies yeah uh, i think that i think that's all he says in the entire fucking movie no joke right yeah. uh 
And but that movie was a big hit, and so Canon, Gollum, and Globus were you know those two crazy guys were just like, hey, like let's get Dolph Lundgren. He's big, he's blonde, it'll be perfect, you know. Uh, and this is this was in I believe it was in the documentary about Canon films, uh, which I believe is like called Electric Boogaloo or something. Yeah, it's uh, called Electric Boogaloo. Uh, yeah, I also saw that with Nick P yeah, on, on on his Voodoo. So again, hit me in my DMs. I'll send you right, right. Voodoo account uh, information if you want to watch it. So. Right, right. So. Yeah. Uh, in that, like, there was there was a thing about Masters Universe where I guess uh, Sly Stallone was was filming Over the Top, another great canon fucking Fuck, movie. Yes, it is, dude. He was, he was making he was making Over the Top at the time, and like he and he was on he was like like in the studios, and so he came by and uh, you know to see his buddy Dolph doing uh, doing Masters Universe, and he's watching. He's like with Golem and Globus and he's watching as Dolph does the, does the movie and he turns to them and he actually said, wait a minute, you gave this guy lines? Because that's how bad Dolph was as an actor. Wait, you got, yeah. you got yeah. him talking? Yeah. yeah that's you not, gave this guy lines? That's, that's irregular. <laughs> that's really irregular. You don't let well, him hey, talk, you see? Let him talk! Well, you know what? Stallone... I love, I love Stallone, Rocky. Uh, for real. So Stallone is a, is a great actor, particularly compared to uh, Dolph Lundgren. Oh God! Uh, yeah. So, like you said, Lundgren, they gave him lines. What what did they do with his lines, Christopher? What did they what? Did did they not overdub everything he said and have somebody else say it? I don't think so. No, it's him because he sounds like shit in the movie. final product. He sounds terrible. He's just like, oh, the power. He couldn't even like say that line straight. He just sounds terrible. No, it's him. It's him. Um. Oh, he sounds bad. Movie. Yeah, he's like <laughs> tripping over his words, kind of like me when I get drunk. Um, he pronounces it biopic. You know, he sounds terrible. He he, <laughs> he is he's awful. But the but it, you know he's not getting any help from anything else. The script mm-hmm. is stupid. You no, don't care not, about anybody. The the fact that they've they've stripped everything that you might have gone into this movie that you liked. That would bring yeah. you into this movie. They didn't even give you it's a gone. taste of anything. It's gone. They, yeah. they completely well, pillaged it. I'll give them, them what? one thing. I'll give them Skeletor. Franklin Skeletor Gala, was cool. But it was Franklin Gallup, who is an actor who's way too good to be in this movie. But he was in it because his kids left Masters of the Universe and he wanted to impress his kids. And uh, so he was really excited. And, to, and he always said that he loved... I think he's still alive. He's always said that he loved playing Skeletor because he was a hero in the eyes of his kids for being in a He-Man movie. Uh, yeah. But he he fucking brings it in that role, dude. He plays it like it's fucking Shakespeare, man. He is so dedicated, and he's a good actor. So he actually he is really great in the movie, even though, as you said, they give they give their people nothing to work with. They do them no favors. Uh, yeah. But he's really good in it. Now, Dolph Lundgren has since been in many, many films, and even though he's not a great actor, he's gotten to be better. Uh, and he, to this day, says, like, he is more embarrassed uh, by Masters of the Universe than any other film he's ever made. And that says a lot, because this guy has made some turkeys, man. Some turds steaming in the snow yeah. movies, okay? He made Kindergarten Cop 2, uh, and, and he still thinks Masters of the Universe is the worst, the lowest moment of his career. Was it uh, Kindergarten Cop 2? It is a tumor? Wasn't that what it was? <laughs> it was, and he dies like in, within 15 minutes of the movie. Yeah. You know what's funny about him, though, is he has a he has a degree from MIT. Did you know that? Like, he's actually really smart. That is funny. And he yeah. was also an Olympic athlete. He could, He's one of those guys who can chop through, like, 100 slabs of ice with, like, one karate chop. 
Yeah. And that's how he got the role in uh, Rocky Five or Rocky Four because Stallone saw him and like he's like this martial arts badass and uh, nearly killed Stallone when they did their fight scenes. Yeah, because he punched him so fucking hard that uh, this is true. Stallone's heart stopped because he got punched in the chest by Lundgren when they were filming one of their fights. His heart stopped and he had to go to the hospital. He nearly killed him. Hell yeah, dude. Fuck yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know you're badass when you fuck up Stallone. Exactly, and our man Mickey Rourke did that too. Mm-hmm. They did the, they did a horrible remake of Get Carter, which is one of my favorite crime films, and uh, uh, one of my favorite writers, Ted Lewis. Um, they but they did a there's a scene where Mickey Rourke and um, and Stallone have a have a fight, and uh, Mickey Rourke was a fighter and was a brawler and mm-hmm. was known for that, and he um, he broke one of Stallone's ribs when they were doing the fight scene. Oh and shit! This is, this is not real fighting, even. And he still broke one of his fucking ribs. You that's know? how much that's, of a badass he is. That's how much of it, Like, when you break Stallone's rib, you know you're a badass. So, I think we're going back to the movie itself and how much it sucks. Um, on, like, aside from Dolph Lundgren, uh, they don't feature all of the characters that we love. There was no Beast Man. There was no Merman. Like like I said, they brought in um, Tila and Man-at-Arms who were just people. They're who not, cares? I mean, Man-at-Arms. Was the most boring character on the boring show, as hell, dude. dude. Boring he was, as hell. He was filler. He was a loss leader. Yeah. Just, you know, the, just, boring, f- boring toy. Same thing with Tila. Just fucking boring, you know? Stupid mustache. Um, like <laughs> On Tila. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> Tell that no, no. Just like they're the boring, boring throwaway characters. Meanwhile, like, yeah, I mean, even if they went to some of the good guys, there was Stratus and, and like all these, like he was a flying bird man. Like, they didn't do any of that. They just had these fucking lame people. Mm-hmm. Um, and instead of giving us, like, like the, the character who brings him to Earth, like, the, the midget, that, or, or sorry, little person, um, I, I, you know, I'm trying, I'm trying my best. Uh, you know, I come from a different time. I'm old. Yeah. So the little person, he, uh, Billy, Billy Barty, God bless, um, he, uh, he plays, I don't know. Orco Light or something. He's some he's some little troll character. They could have just had it be Orco. They could have just had him be fucking Orco and made us happy because exactly. Orco was from the show was was the fucking toy. You know, like why didn't they just make him fucking Orco? It would have been just as easy to do that. But no, and you know why? I could tell you why, motherfucker. Why? They did it so they could create yet another toy. That's why they did him. That's why they did that blade guy. But and he was like, like a Jar Jar toy. He he honestly, know, if he you was, watched Thundercats, he was like a ripoff snarf, like a bad. No, he snarf. was, dude. He he totally sucked. But I really think that's the reason they did that is because because they, they did they released more toys based on the characters from the movie, uh, and they had like like it's, yeah instead of getting like well no wait they did have Beast Man in the movie they did. They did have Beast Man, but he was just like this snarling thing. He didn't have he like, didn't like hawk or anything. Yeah. yeah, he wasn't like Beast Man. Um, but like instead of giving us like Merman and, and all these other characters that we loved, they gave us this guy Blade, who's just a guy with an eye patch and a sword. Boring. But then they gave us one kind of monster man. I don't remember what he was called, but he he, he was like this green guy who uh, I remember the toy like shot sparks. Like when you hit a, a switch on his back, he shot sparks out of his mouth. Uh I don't know what he was called. I don't know what the fuck the point. He was like a lizard man in like golden armor um, in the movie. But it was all to make more toys. But, you know, they're going to make like they could have still remade a different version of Orko and resold it. Yeah, they could have done the movie version or whatever. Yeah, absolutely. And and if people don't know who Orko is, he's like a small flying, like a floating wizard 
that has like no face, like that's covered up by perpetually yeah. by a scarf and hat. And you just kind of see yeah. his eyes poking out and he floats in this like kind of purplish. And he has wet. a really annoying voice. Yeah. And it just really says, annoying. oh, on his thing. I have the pop, the Funko pop of him over there. By of my... course you do. Of course I do. Of course you do. It's okay. And I have, I have. And a, also with you. I have a man at arms. Uh, remember man at arms? That yeah. toy was the best, dude, because like you would just change his face. He'd, he could be a monster or a man or a or a robot. Remember him? Was that Man at Arms? But yeah, Man at Arms. That's what I just said, motherfucker. No, I'm saying was that him? Who are I we know saying it's him. Man at Arms. Who, who's Tila's dad? Oh, I'm sorry. You're right. I'm sorry. Many faces is the guy I'm talking about. Wow, dude, you had right. even me believing that I was wrong. No, you dude, you're no, 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 no. Man at Arms was was the boring guy with the mustache. Manny faces. I mean, they, 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 all these things they were so similar in names. Well, I know you picture the the writing room like Man at Arms. We already have one of those. All right, man, uh, man, man fa- Manny faces. Man face. <laughs> Manny, Manny man faces. face. Book. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. No, I'm I'm sorry. You're right. Manny faces is the one I meant. No, and but he that's was the one where you like you turn the top of his head like that. a dial. And he was either a monster or a man or, or a robot. I loved that cool. toy very much. Um, and uh, that was like, you know, I didn't get to stroll down Toys R Us and just pick out toys like some people growing up. Uh, I, uh, <laughs> I, uh, I actually like it was few and far between. So I remember like it's the one good memory from my childhood is uh, my parents got me many faces because I, I don't know. I did something right. And um they like put him under the cushion on the kitchen chair and I came home and they're like, Oh, have a seat. And I sat down and it was like crunch. I was like, what the hell's wrong with this seat? And I pulled it out and his many faces underneath. And I was like, I, that's a really wonderful memory of my childhood. Like I said, probably the only one. And, um, and I loved that toy so much. And so they re-released them. Um, I don't know, 15 years ago, they re-released them and like the package looked the same and everything. And so I bought one just for sentimental value and I like kept it in the box and everything. So I do have a Manny Faces. It's the only, probably the only He-Man thing that I have. Uh, Not an interesting story, but I told it. No, it's a great story. I don't have any of my old He-Man stuff. I just have that Orko Pop. But they've released so many iterations of those toys. Um, Oh, yeah. Yeah, because that's what it was all about. It, even like no, like even present day, like it recently, I mean, maybe like a couple of years ago, they had did like a Masters of the Universe movie version. I forget which company, like Nika oh, yeah, or something. They've done many, and they're like yeah, super yeah. intricate, you know, all those points of articulation. There was like the Skeletor came with that that thing you were talking about, the key of destiny or whatever that opens up the portals, and it was all intricately made. They've like just perpetually released these toys to pray like prey on your nostalgia they, but, yeah they do yeah but, and they, but there's and no they, nostalgia they for this movie it sucks no it sucks the movie fucking sucks um and uh i revisited it i don't know maybe 10 years ago uh just for laughs uh because i love canon you know and i was like i need to watch because it's canon and uh and i watched it and i definitely laughed a lot watching it because it's so bad and so stupid and uh, and the special effects are really outdated uh and uh yeah it's it's an embarrassment of a movie man they failed in every possible way it it totally tanked of course adults hated it because it's stupid but even kids hated it dude kids yeah. who loved he-man hated it because they got robbed of it everything that He-Man. they it wasn't, a He-Man. It wasn't a he-man it was nothing like he-man um so they got fucking robbed and uh they did set it up 
at the end where like you think like Skeletor's killed or whatever, but then at the very end he's like alive. So they set up, they did plan. I read about this before we did the show. They did plan to do a sequel, uh, Master of the Universe 2, Cyborg, which was what it was called. And it was gonna have Trapjaw, which was from who was from the show. Mm. Uh, but they were gonna make it on Earth again. They were gonna make it on Earth again. They didn't even learn from their fucking mistakes. They're gonna put it on Earth again, and He-Man was gonna be like in disguise, living on Earth as a quarterback. What? <laughs> no. And they were no as I'm a serious, quarterback for like an NFL team. I don't know if it was NFL or not, but he was a quarterback. And and they they were gonna they were replacing Dolph Lundgren for obvious reasons. But they were replacing it with some, like, famous surfer. And I'm like, well, there's a good idea. <laughs> like, I'm sure a surfer is a great actor. Uh, yeah, it, it's, like, it just sounded bad. But, yeah, they were making it on Earth again, so they didn't even learn from their mistakes. Uh, but, yeah, unfortunately, or I should say fortunately, in this case, canon folded before that ever happened. So that movie was never made. Uh, so, yeah, Master of the Universe, uh, a, a clear example of how to fuck up when you take something that is an established success that people, kids in this case, already love, and you're like, you know what? We're going to go cheap. We're not going to give them what, like, the, the whole fantastical world they're used to. Uh, we're not going to give them everything that they built in their imaginations. We're just going to have the a couple of these lackadaisy versions of the characters stumble around in a city. You know? And, uh, it's the exact opposite of the turtles in yeah. that they, they didn't the like, turtles gave you exactly what you wanted. Masters did not stayed in the universe. Like they had a blueprint. All they had to do was follow. Like they, that's a no brainer. Like when I joke around about this baby writes itself, no, literally that baby writes itself. Like yeah, you have it's just done. follow the fucking cartoon, dude. Yeah, that's it. It's already done. Make yeah. him stand in front of the castle and say, fucking, I have the power and shit. Like, let yeah, me see all yeah. this shit. Like I want to see yeah. uh, the cat that he rides, Battle Cat, and and all yeah, that no stuff. Yeah, there I was mean, no Battle Cat. There was no Battle Cat in the movie. There was it, no it, Panther. There was nobody. There was nothing. Nobody. You, you didn't even get fucking Battle Cat. What the hell no. was He Man without Battle Cat? No Skull Mountain. Fuck? No Castle Grayskull. I no believe I believe shit. He Man was riding a dirt bike in the movie. Instead. Oh well, that's, <laughs> that that tracks. Yeah, that tracks. No, that, you know what? No, remember that okay, episode a... when it was called uh, <laughs> "Hey Man," you know, and the dirt bike challenge. Uh, I remember. Hey, 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 it's another toy. Uh, <laughs> but you know what? They, they didn't have dirt bike. I'm joking about that. But this is true. This is in the movie. There's these like, uh, like I don't know. They're like flying skateboards that they're on in the end, where they're like, yes. yeah, the like hoverboard things. Like yeah, and man, you want to talk about outdated effects? Man, it looks really bad. Um. And yeah, they're flying around on those. Um, but yeah, God, that movie's fucking terrible, dude. It's so bad. So bad. It, yeah, so, it truly is the furthest thing away from what the Ninja Turtles movie was. Yeah, the exact polar opposite. And henceforth, Turtles was a success, a huge success. Yeah. Uh, spawned sequels. Continues. Whereas Masters was so bad, it bankrupted an entire film company. <laughs> That's what you get, motherfuckers. You cut corners. You 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 change shit around. You get what you fucking deserve. That's right. And they Fuck deserve you. to die. But instead, they got put out of business. So I guess that's the next best thing. Yeah. 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 Can I say something that's uh, that's weighing heavy on my mind? That's unrelated to these things. But I'm talking about companies that should go out of business. 
Uh, you want to go off on a tangy? Yes, go. I want to go off on a tangy. Just a short tangy. Just a short one. Right. Uh, some of you may not know this. Some of you may. Uh, it's been a little bit in the news. Wow. Uh, Ralph's, which is a grocery store uh, out west. There's a lot of them in California. You know, is there Ralph's around here? Uh, you know, yeah. like Big Lebowski mentions. Yeah. The, the coffee can. Right. Owned by, owned by the Kroger company. Right. Well, in a Ralph's, in the past week, couple of weeks or so, um, there was a customer walking around in a Ralph's store not wearing a mask. And, of course, this is COVID times. Everyone should wear a mask when they're in public. Customer wasn't wearing one. Employee, a female employee going up to a male customer. This is important. Female employee goes up to a male customer and says, you need to wear a mask when you're in here. Male customer gets mad and starts bashing his cart into her. What? Yeah. Starts I didn't see this. Yeah, starts bashing his cart into her and is like, you know, yelling at her and everything, causing a scene, hitting her with his cart. So she pepper sprays him. Hell yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah. Good honor. Right? Right? So this has made the news because Ralph's, the company, in all their fucking wisdom, suspends her for doing this. Now, this is a woman being attacked by a man. And all she was trying to do was tell him she need, that he needs to wear a mask, which protects everyone in the store. The workers, is, the customers, everybody. Which is probably I, a state mandated. Was it state mandated in that? It's, I, I, don't know, I don't know if it was state mandated in that particular state. It is state mandated in many states and other yeah. states. It's just recommended. Uh, but it doesn't matter. But businesses like, can require. Business, doesn't businesses yeah. have, yeah, businesses have uh, like their policies. And Rouse is, you know, is one of them where it's like you, you must wear a mask to, to be in the store. And this woman was enforcing that policy. Uh, and the guy went fucking apeshit, you know, some MAGA asshole, and was just like, you know, just starts hitting her with a cart. Again, a man hitting a woman, okay? A man hitting cart. a woman. She yeah. pepper sprays him, and the company suspends her. She's wrong. She's being attacked by a man in their fucking store, okay? In, in, at her yeah. fucking, she's an employee. She's getting attacked by a customer, and she's wrong for defending herself. Get the fuck out of here. So, hashtag fuck Ralphs, okay? Fuck Ralphs, you know? Uh, and uh, you know the best part is, is if you go to uh, the Ralphs, like, Facebook or Twitter or anything like that, they have this little touchy-feely video and article about, you know, that they posted, like, during uh, when, when all this stuff started with, like, you know, the race, um, the race issues with George Floyd and all of that uh, Black Lives Matter movement. And they're like, we stand with our black employees and blah, blah, blah. Like, they gave this generic fucking thing where they're just like, we care so much. We stand with you. The woman who is being beat on with a shopping cart is a black woman. Okay? So there, that, that shows you how fucking dedicated those cocksuckers at Ralph are to, their, to, to the black race and to black women who are being hit by fucking customers with carts, and she gets in trouble for macing the fucking guy? Good! Mace what? the fucking guy! I hope he goes fucking blind! Fuck that cocksucker! 
Retail workers are fucking human beings. They deserve to be able to defend themselves. It's Ralph's fucking fault for not having people to protect them, for not making sure that assholes like this don't come into their stores and that they're immediately fucking ejected. Make a fucking stand. Stand up for your people and say, no, she did right. We're not suspending her. She did right. You don't fucking like it? Don't come to our fucking store. But they don't have the fucking balls to do that, John Wayne. They don't have the fucking balls. So fuck Ralph's. I ask everyone who's listening, write to Ralph's, tell them to suck your dick and that you're never going to shop there. Fuck you, Ralph's. Fuck you. I'm done. Hot takes, Triana. Okay, I have, um, uh, I think, three three things first. Uh, one is calm down. Well, no, <laughs> one is uh, we're definitely not getting that Ralph sponsorship now. Uh, second, <laughs> second thing. I is, wouldn't uh, want it. Yeah, no, I wouldn't want it. Uh, second thing is... Um, was uh, for uh, this does not surprise me i had a similar situation happen with myself i worked at starbucks for 15 years and yeah. uh i had a similar situation where i was attacked by a customer yeah. and and t- took care of what i had to take care of to protect the rest of the people in there and shit and they yeah. Yeah. not only almost fired me like they like i thought i was like dude i did the right thing i wrote the report and shit turned yeah. out like at the end of the day my dm was like I, I was this close to having, I was like, I, I can't come. What am I, what if I have to come in here and fire John Wayne? Like she thought she was going to have to come in there and fire me that day. For yeah, this. Yeah. And I was like, why? And and it's because the company protects the company. That's yeah, all absolutely. it does. They don't like, give they can get rid of me it. and I can't yeah. make whatever. But like after, and then all, so, so for my fucking punishment, they took away my bonus for that quarter. Which was the the holiday quarter, so it was like my huge, the biggest bonus of the year. Right. They they took it away. That that was my punishment, and I was like, okay, cool. I've been here thirteen years at that point, so I just, yeah. dude, it was like allegedly, like I was just free for all. I was trading fucking shit out the back. I was, like, <laughs> I was like, fuck you. If, you if this is how you impl- if this is how you treat someone that's worked here for thirteen years, and right. me, you know, like that was defending the store and the people in it. Like because you know, now then you, fuck you guys. You fuck up this this guy like uh like no, history history of violence style. Like, no, it was verbally. You see that movie, I had to right? verbally remove him, like in a verbal sense. But he he yeah. personally attacked me. Yeah. Like, and like, all you, you know, did was verbally remove him. Yeah, he was trying. He was and leaving. You got in that much trouble. He t- well, he turns around and he, he's, he yeah because I went up to him. He had a conflict. This guy was a problem person mm-hmm. and he had a conflict with one of the the girls that was closing the night before and he walks in and i come over to the side and i'm like finally talk to you and i talked to him and i was like hey man what happened last night and then he immediately just went off and he was like oh why is that a problem i did you know shoot fuck her like that's it. and i was like dude go ahead and get out of here and he like like fuck you too and he like gets to the door and he's like uh uh and another thing and he like says my uh my ex he, Apple leaving you was the best thing she ever did. She finally got smart. And that was like my ex-wife. And it was very shortly after we got divorced. Like after we'd separated. How did he know about that? Because like he, like dude in a Starbucks, everybody knows like, you know, it's the customers, you know, he just just knew. And I, and I like, I thought the fact that I didn't just like attack him, like try, try to just absolutely go monstrously, you know, hard on this guy. I, I thought I did good by saying, get how, I was like, how fucking dare you, dude? Get the yeah. fuck out of this store. Don't you ever yeah. fucking come back here again? He's like, why don't yeah. you come out here and tell me that? It's like, dude, I'm not going outside to fight you right now. Get the fuck out of here. And I almost get fired. No, it's because yeah, the company only cares about protecting stuff. And that's I didn't, I'm not trying right. to take 
I'm not trying to take attention away from what this is. I'm just saying. No, I know. No, but this is a good example. Absolutely. Of how companies just don't like you don't mean a, a thing. You don't mean a fucking thing. Absolutely. It's absolutely all about right. protecting the brand. Protect the that's brand. Right. And that's why but, I always tell people, um, human resources, they're not there to help you. Every company tries to convince their employees like, oh, if you have a problem, if something's really bothering you, call human resources. Human resources is there to protect the company against you. They're That's the what they're there for. They, they encourage you to reach out to them so they can get the inside scoop and know how to protect the company from your complaint. That's what they're there for. If you have a problem with your company, do not go to human resources. Go to your lawyer. And, then, and also go to Batman. Call Batman. Uh, but another thing I, I wanted to ask: Has there been a, a resolution to this? Like, no, this like, is this is like still is ongoing. Still ongoing? Okay. I I went on every possible social media and and dragged Ralphs. I went on all of their uh, posts and and commented negatively, particularly their post about, uh, "Oh, we stand by you with our black friends and community." And I posted on there, "Yeah, unless you're an employee who works for us and you're getting beaten by a customer, then go fuck yourself." Love Ralphs. Did they call you back? Um, no, not yet. Uh, <laughs> imagine that. But no, I emailed the company. I posted all online about it. Uh, so, yeah, if you're listening to the show, if you're a follower of the show, I encourage you. You can go to their website. You can go to their Facebook page. Go to their Twitter. And just fucking slam these people. Because this woman was defending herself against a man who is attacking her. You know, And, and she maces him because she's afraid for her life. And she's wrong. Get the fuck out of here. Suck my dick, Ralphs. Suck my dick. In fact, stand in line to suck my dick only to suck a bigger dick afterwards. And Ralphs will be expect if you want to go ahead and get in line for that dick sucking. Uh, just yeah. go ahead and call yeah. us at 1-888-CORY-123. It doubles as the Corey hotline also. We're located my... at 123 Fake, Fake Street. Street. Yes, thank you. <laughs> Corey one, two, three, one, two, light three, three, Street. Wait a second. Uh, that yeah, sucks, uh, man. Yeah, I, yeah. And I, I, my heart goes out to that woman for sure. Uh, yeah. So fuck Ralph, dude. And you know, um, I, I think that what they should do is go into the Big Lebowski now and digitally take out Ralph's right. and put something else in. They're like, yeah, they're competitor. It, is there like, Whole Foods around here? Is it, <laughs> like, like, is there a, is there a Albertsons around here? You right, know, right, like, right. Well, it's like totally overdone. But I'd be fine. Yeah. Yep, yep. That's where I stand. Yep, yep. That's what they, they should do that. Like any like any mentions or else. You know who else sucks? Not to this degree, but um right now, Burger King is uh doing a Christmas in July thing. Where okay. like and they like I they have advertising for it. They're like, This has been such a hard year, twenty twenty with COVID and unemployment and everything. So let's just make it Christmas now. And I'm like, that's worse. That's making it worse. Like, can yeah. you imagine working at Burger King and you're dealing with all this shit and you're wearing a fucking mask and it's it's 100 degrees outside and you got to listen to fucking jingle bells all day and wear a stupid Santa hat? You're making it worse. Fuck you, Burger King. Cancel Burger King. Fuck you. And that's the kind of hot takes you can <laughs> I'm, an, I'm also checking Burger King off of the list of sponsors. <laughs> well, you know uh, who we will get? Arby's. Oh, uh, no, no. God bless Arby's. I can't wait for Arby's to fuck up, dude, so I can just hey, hey, drop Arby's, it in your Arby's. face. No, but at Arby's has been getting hit with carts and getting fired for for defending themselves. No one at Arby's has to wear a fucking Santa hat in July. Huh. Not yet. Smash cut to hey. like 
Smash you know? cut you a video of me with a big mustache on and a top hat, and I'm like <laughs> in an Arby's, like a top like, hat. And I say to you, woman, <laughs> take this job hat? and shove it. <laughs> Just... <laughs> it should be a cowboy hat. Like that's their fucking logo. Like is a hat cowboy, and you're like hugging oh, in. I'm the, in disguise. The top hat. In dis- oh, I see. Yeah, I my name is Wayne John, and I'm here. Like. <laughs> <laughs> my name is mr burns what's your first name i don't know i'm guy incognito that's my name yeah yeah so yeah. uh these are unrelated to our topics but i had to bring it up because i get pissed god damn it i know you do dude and i'm, I'm gonna yeah. give you a hug virtually thanks man uh, and Appreciate I, it. you know what you should you not you should not support these companies but what you no. should support is us and you can do that <laughs> you should you should support us and you should support uh with wesley southard okay. and summer ken uh with their new book slaves to gravity book of the week uh is that what it's called book of the day or release uh, book? book of the week because we do this week. show weekly and we want to try to do this every week every where we, week we will where we give a little bump and it's not sponsored content we're not we're just picking them uh, based on merit, we're picking them based on what ones we want to promote. That's true. So, so all of the following ones will be offering us curly fries. We no, will no. talk about your book because we because we want to do ones that just weren't merit. From now on, they're only going to be books by John Wayne Caminali and Christopher Trion. <laughs> Sponsored by Arby's. Um, I wish, man, if we could get that Arby's sponsorship, like even if they just paid me in roast beef sandwiches. Oh my god! I would never like I would never shut up about Arby's as if yeah. I would anyway. I was going back and when I was editing the last episode and we talked to I, that book Mobile. Like once I heard, I was like, "Oh yeah!" <laughs> and like I got all into it, dude. If Arby's would sponsor the book Mobile for oh us, oh my god, I, I would be I would become an Arby's boy for life. Yeah. For life, I would get yeah. the tattoo that you sent me that you were like, "Please, let's get these tattoos in Mexico together." <laughs> and I was like, "All right, dude, calm down." Um, it would I'll, be great. I, I will get I'll it. I'll get the if, sandwich. If you'll get the curly get, fries. If we know? can get Arby's to sponsor our bookmobile slash Bill and Ted's uh, phone booth tour through the country. <laughs> yes. I'm if on you missed the last episode, that's what it is. It's a Fine. it's a it's a yeah. Volkswagen bus, I guess, with a No, with, we can't. It's bigger <laughs> than that, dude. We gotta have an R V and shit. All Don't right, we we'll talk about this. Big fucking, some big bus with a fucking uh, time traveling phone booth on top. Prop. Chris and John Wayne's traveling bookmobile starring Chevy Chase. And, um, and I don't know if I want to attach to this project. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. This, uh, this plot sounds like a Chevy Chase movie, like Chevy Chase and John Candy playing us, you know, like, it, it, <laughs> I mean, that sounds good, right? Better than, probably better than us living it, but you know, mm-hmm. who knows? Oh. Um, uh, but yes, wait. check out Wesley Southern and Summer Cannon's book. Yes. Uh, and check out Arby's. And check out Arby's. It's really delicious. And go to uh, anytime you want to uh, try to find anything about this show, you can go to ChrisandJohnWayne.com, which is a real place. You can. You can go to ChrisandJohnWayne.com, um, and you can find us at all of our addresses and handles. Uh, you can at John Wayne is dead. At JohnWayneIsDead.com, ChristopherTriana.com. And again, that's Christopher with a K, K-R-I-S. Uh, you can find us on all of the social media platforms, Facebook, Instagram, etc. at John Wayne is dead. Yep. Uh, um, John Wayne is my, dead. Pers- com. my personal Twitter handle 
is uh, Coyote Chris, and it's both with K's. It's K-O-Y-O-T-E-K-R-I-S, and so on with all the other bullshit. And the like. uh, And the rest. And also, subscribe to our YouTube channel. We need more subscribers. Like, a lot of people are watching the episodes, uh, but if you could subscribe to it, that's cool. If you don't have, you don't have to. I mean, if but you don't want to get a whole a, account, a hell of like, a lot that's... of subscribers with our podcast. So, we have a, a lot of them, and I'm really and I'm grateful for all of them. I'm appreciative. Yeah, yeah. yeah. but we, but you can watch this video of our beautiful faces if you go to our YouTube channel. You can watch John Wayne's beautiful face, and you could watch my half obscured in darkness face. Uh, which is the yeah, way you got I, a real uh, Phantom of the Opera thing going on over there. I do. Okay, here, here's a little more. <laughs> like, oh God, that's awful. Dad. That's wrong. Oh God, I hate the light. I hate uh, it. Thanks, everybody. We love you. Until next time, don't watch Masters of the Universe. But I'll tell don't you, don't watch Masters of the Universe. Don't shop at Ralph's. Instead, support the arts. Support Arby's. I have five words for you. I love being. A turtle. Turtle power. Fuck yeah.